Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Friday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Boys are here. Boys are here. Fridays are for the boys. Studio's full. First time in a long time, boys. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. Threesome. I am. Goodness. Oh, gosh. Dang it, dude. What's it, what's it called in wrestling? Fatal, a fatal three-way? A what? fatal, I thought it was a fatal four-way. Well, there you go again, escalating. Oh, my goodness. I didn't ask to be in this. That's what it's actually called. <laughs> that was not sexual whatsoever. Called a triple threat. There we go. Threat. Okay. <laughs> How do you not know that? How do you know? Is that a real question? <laughs> Robert. Yeah. Tomorrow at noon, Roman Reigns takes his 537-day universal title run and puts it on the line against Goldberg at the Elimination Chamber live from Saudi Arabia. Does Goldberg have a chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't even know why that's happening. Absolutely does not. Hey, so Goldberg, listen to this, boys. So Goldberg, since he came back... And like like relatively part time in 2015, he's wrestled over the course of the last seven years. One hour and 15 minutes oh. and has made approximately 40 million dollars. Are you kidding me? How can I get so on that? Roman's going to take on like the whole Goldberg's family or just Jeff Garland? <laughs> Which one? Like, every, <laughs> like everybody? <laughs> You're talking about ABC's smash sitcom, <laughs> 1980s based The Goldbergs. Yeah, yeah, is that what you said? <sighs> I am Fred Slow. I will be alongside you, <laughs> friends of the show, up until 7 o'clock tonight when we turn this program over to national programming, which is Zach the- Zach uh, Gilbert. Okay, I was going to say Zach that. Zach Geller, sorry. <laughs> who is it? Zach Geller. Zach Morris See, will be taking over. He's really yet to make an impression on this studio. Seems like the nicest guy. We tried to meet him at Radio Row, but he had no interest in us not knowing he his name. He was there, you're right. Somebody told him about our bid of not knowing his name. I, it's not it somebody. I know who it was. <laughs> Robert. How would I know? <laughs> I don't, know. I don't even know his he, name in real life. I don't even know what he looks like. Not just our <laughs> shtick. Speaking of shtick, the biggest shtick in town, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? <laughs> uh, well, I'm uh, living in fear Uh-oh. for what's about to happen uh, tomorrow night. Here we go. No, don't be. The boys are going to roast me. Join the boys for Van's 40th birthday. La, la, la. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we don't give out locations. Live from the marble somewhere. Sure. That's that, a move we used to do. That's still too close. <laughs> <laughs> Super close. Right? <laughs> it is. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's boys only by, via invitation. So there'll be a handful of friends of the show there. Yeah, there'll be some friends there'll of the show there for sure. The show there. All you got to do is just cruise around downtown till you find a really dirty Prius, and then it's, boom, that's me. That's where I am. That There's, doesn't narrow it down, though. No. No, like, well, what's no, like a real what's, dirty Prius. Wait, what time? What time do you say cruise out? That's a good question. Well, I'm not, why are you asking me to give more details about my <laughs> No, <mind>? I'm just saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> I already share my location via my cellular telephone with Brandon Ortega, so that means li- literally anyone can be there. There we go. Because he has the bright red KOB. Yeah, cannot be missed. Follow that one around. Goes another clue. You're giving out all the information and don't want us to say anything. He works for <laughs> KOB. You know what type of car he drives. The ro- I, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like I can be somewhere tucked off. Hey, also. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> if you and I identify your vehicle with the program, uh, reach out to your boys. We uh, we got the well, we got the official stickers in, boys. So yeah, no, I've seen one around town. So I've seen one. We're gonna build on those numbers. Start, yeah, we, we gotta, gotta definitely. Considering it's day four of having stickers. Yeah, we gotta start. We gotta pump day them five. numbers. You had them for four days. Well, we had them in Los Angeles as well, but I, uh, uh, we were we, out of town. Yeah, we were out of town. It doesn't yeah. necessarily count. Diplo got a sticker. He was very excited about it. I hope to see it on a social media post. Oh, that would be nice. You think he still has it? Yes. The, <sighs> the sticker or yeah. like it? No, he's got it. He's got it. He's got yeah, it. He's got it. I feel of the three of us, Robert made the strongest impression on Diplo. Why was that? He was just like cooler. European. Wait, yeah. what? The, <laughs> the Diplo is a real problem to me. Oh, the Diplo. <laughs> the Roastmaster himself, Robert Gibson. Welcome to the program. Hey, it's nice to be a thruple again. Isn't it nice? So many interpretations. Very nice. <laughs> and Mike Vitale making the show go around. Michael, how are you? Good to have all three of you in here. I agree. Full house backfield, as they used to say in football. Well, I am here up until 6 o'clock tonight as I'm leaving early, boys. So I'm going to leave it to you as I'm going down to Albuquerque High School to call Las Lunas at Albuquerque High. High. I'm calling a high school game tonight. Wow. It was a little bit of a last-minute thing, but uh, boys help boys. And I knew you guys could carry this thing. And you said, no, we can't. So at 6 o'clock, Forrest Stolting will join us. Forrest Stolting is the – well, he's all everything now with the isotopes. He's – He's bringing us a lot of exciting news, and some of that news includes a release of their new promo schedule. So Forrest will come on, and he'll talk about the specialty nights and the holiday games and, and all the back-in-the-park stuff. So very freaking exciting. Baseball is here, regardless oh, of what's so going excited. on in MLB. So excited. So Forrest here, stolting at 6 o'clock. I got a question for you. If you're getting close to the deadline, why are you trying to get this thing done? I think they're going to take a long weekend, Vital, and then uh, they're going to meet every day next week. And how about you shut your mouth and just admit they don't care about me and the fans? Why don't you just That's do that? That's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, what are you doing? Why are you an apologist for Major League Baseball? Well, you I, got battered van syndrome. You well, want to talk about that? I'm on the side of the players here, so I'm on the side of the millionaires, not the billionaires. Hmm. Listen, I'm not a player. <laughs> that still doesn't include me in any of that. <laughs> I'm drawing a line in the sand with diamonds. And I'm choosing the player's side. I think it's a Beatles song. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Draw a line in the sand with diamonds. Is that what you think a British impersonation how is? Of how did that sound? No, I was, try, I was attempting a, a, a singing voice. That sounded horrible. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, I can't make it sound good. Does your headphones not work? Because <laughs> you didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, you should have seen his face. Oh, okay. Yeah, his face said enough. 505-246-0610. Connect with the boys on the Friends of the Show hotline. Reach out. What do we got today, boys? We got Cowboys talk, Lobos talk, Major League Baseball talk. The Undertaker is announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. Talk about how important that is. Phil Milkison says he's going to quit golf. Hmm. 
Andrew Davison will join us. He's the assistant coach for New Mexico Highlands men's basketball. They're currently on a seven-game W streak, and he's going to come on as they tonight are in Denver taking on Metro. Put that thing to eight. Metro, is that the name of a school? Yes. Metro what, state? That's just the abbreviation of it. Are you not familiar Vital with the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference? Well, I don't know who all the teams are, but when you just said Metro, I thought that was kind of weird for a college name. Well, I mean, that's not what it is. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. What's the one that sounds like a, a British training school? <laughs> <laughs> what? What's that one here? I'm going to pull it up. It's like Percy and Mayweather or something stupid. Lords of Denver or something. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to get you Metro State's address. So that I can tell you exactly where it is, because all I know is that it's in that it's in Denver. I don't know it otherwise proper. I have the address. All right, what is it? I don't know how to say the name of the road, <laughs> the street. It's like dead ass in the middle of Denver. Is Auraria Parkway. Yeah, it's by Meow Wolf. There like we go. Right there by yeah. Meow Wolf. Metropolitan State University of Denver. Matter Thank of, you for clarifying that. Matter of fact, that's the game I called. And I was like, I am not calling them Metropolitan State University no, of Denver. Oh, Metro. Yeah, Metro. MSU. West, Westminster College. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Westminster. That's the dog show people, isn't it? Yep. Ralston Perina, a proud sponsor of that. Also, Metro is the Roadrunners boys. Yep. So be ready for that. As Coach oh, Dave- so they got Roadrunners up there, too? Now that first they try to steal green chili, now they try to steal Roadrunners from us. That's a good point. I was gonna call that a leap of logic, but it's not. You're absolutely <laughs> correct. Yep, it's a great point. It's an appropriation that doesn't deserve to be happening to our culture here in New Mexico. I'm so excited for next year's Denver Balloon Fiesta. I say we just take what they have, so their main export or import weed. Soon, there we go. <laughs> so why can't we take that? That's a fair trade off. Hey, well, I don't know. Did you guys see legislation closed like yesterday and nothing happened? Not a yeah, doggone thing. What are we doing, state? <laughs> they, they, they go through legislation for a week and they're like, cool, you can take your mask off if you want. Take it off. We're going home. Yeah. Okay. Solid. All right, take your mask off because we didn't hear any of your requests. Yeah. <laughs> here's, uh, here's what we suggest to you, populace of New Mexico. Take your mask off, twist it around your head like a helicopter. Don't say that because... That song reference almost got me into a fight downtown Los Angeles. That is true. <laughs> that happened with the female two, two feet away from me. Yes, Robert learned a valuable lesson about the theme songs for different generations. Yeah, she was not from our generation, not at all, and was wildly unfamiliar with Petey Pablo's "Raise Up." I, I, it's it just means we have a lot of songs that would not have been hits today. I think that one's timeless. I do too, but she didn't think so. Timeless hip hop hits. Yeah, she thought you were about to commit a sexual assault. (laughs) She's like, "You want me to take my shirt off, you pervert?" I I don't think so. She's like, "You're talking to my friend. You're disrespecting her." I was like, "Actually, it was working on her." You're the one it doesn't work on. Well, if there's any lesson to learn from Eli Apple, it's that you can fail over and over again, but still keep getting opportunities. Right. So I'm in on this. I'm in on you to just blow it. Grab a break whenever we get back. Let's jump into the MLB lockout. Let's uh, I don't know, let's give you actual feedback and actual insight because that's the thing that's important to me. 
and we'll laugh a lot too because uh, there's nothing there's nothing more favored to me than than watching billionaires and millionaires fight over the one thing that brings me joy in my life. Oh, oh come on, WWE does too. Oh, touche. There we Live go. from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. John will be with us around five thirty today. Um, depending on if he you know like gets all these houses sold and figures out the current market. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Are you boys just throwing your mask away, or are you, like, are you holding on to them for any reason? What a got, mask bonfire. I got two on me right now. I got, yeah, I got five on it. I'm still going to wear my mask. I've been, so yeah. I wore mine all today. Yeah. Have you been getting crazy looks? I did get yeah. crazy looks. Yep, that's what's happening now. We were live at O'Neill's last night in the Northeast Heights. By the way, banger of a night. Banger of a night. Killed it. Killed it. Laughed a lot. And as I was leaving, I'm wearing my mask, and I'm the only person. But to be fair. Mm, to be fair. To be fair. Everyone was eating and drinking. I totally get it. It's okay. not like this sure, is a sure, good sure. sample size. But I was like, I guess I don't have to wear my mask? No. Like, I had, like, muscle memory. Yeah, you oh. attached to it. Like, I didn't have it on walking into the barbershop today, but I did have it on, like, at the grocery store today. Did that's that's kind of how I'm going to divide it. Did they look at you? The grocery store people? Yeah. Oh, they always do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, besides a mullet. Yeah. Hold up. Wait. We're going to talk Major League Baseball. I promise, friends of the show. But hold up. Okay. Me and Rob got lined up the other day in Los Angeles at a little barbershop. Yeah. And you, for some reason, waited four days. He did. He not get lined up. He should have got one then. Like, like, what is up? Like, we on Broadway. Like, we we are at, like, a shop on Broadway, and we're yeah. cutting it up, and we're laughing, and we're exchanging, like, likes and shares, yeah. and we're doing the whole deal. And you waited was, four days he for was that? Like, he was like he was our manager or something. That was weird. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's I, what he looked like. I saw what they did to your hair. So I was like, there's no way I'm jumping in here. This is strong. Oh, this is, I look way too good. You? Jumping here. See, all I did, it took like three minutes. I just got like just right here, just the top part of the fade touched up. I went back to my dude Leonard at Just In Time. I haven't seen him since pre-COVID. I missed him. Do you know, I had the long hair. They I, were chomping at the bit to get to your hair at the barbershop. Trying to save you. They were. I saw like yeah. three or four barbers giving suggestions, looking at you. You good? They were doing the point. Yeah. You good? Yeah. You good? You straight? Everybody wants to trim that mullet. I tried to uh, set up an appointment with my new guy this morning. Yeah. And he's like, I wish, man. You got my favorite haircut to trim. I can't, though. <laughs> so I went, back, I went back to my old guy, Leonard. Big shout out to Leonard. Can you get a testimonial that that actually happened? Because no one is excited about this. You're literally the only person. (laughs) You specifically are the only person that's going oppo on these beautiful, beautiful locks. (laughs) (laughs) Your face is already not great. And then on top of it, you put... (laughs) That's how you start off a sentence. Your face is already not that great. (laughs) Are you done with that haterade, or did you save some for everybody? You want to start that sentence with, as a single man? As a single man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> announced today my major league oh. baseball spring training games are delayed until at least at least boys oh march the 5th finger on the bleep button vital day it's gonna get spicy back. <sighs> michael don't say that i swear to god dude I'm sitting right here the back of my hand michael i'll punch you this glass i will treat you <laughs> like my like my brother's kids i'll get my head shaved mullet michael there we go it's the mullet in the back <sighs> all right i got it i got the prediction boys okay okay 
They reach a deal by February the 29th. <laughs> Is... <laughs> My prediction was they would become a, a tad more reasonable. Who's they? And come to their senses by close of business today. That's the prediction I also made. What, after meeting for 15 minutes? What time is it in the Eastern time zone? It's already, it's happy hour. Yeah, it's they're like not, si- yeah, they're it's done. 6.30, dog. The, the Brooklyn Nets game just started. Don't count me out, but I'm not confident on my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, is it a leap year this year? No. Nope. All right. So, by Monday the 28th, boys. So, not next week. By the 28th. Deal reached. Get to spring training by Saturday. We open April 1st. I'm into that. Day before April. What was the original opening day? March 31st? March 31st. I think it works, right? Forget. Sounds good. Not happening. You, you, are I'm you, with you. They don't care about the fans. They don't. They don't, they, they don't. When have they ever? We're just walking dollar signs. They, they don't care. They don't even know how to market. I think this is going to be an extended thing. I think it's going to be a, a while. You know what they don't have right now, boys? They don't have Mark McGuire, and they don't have Sammy Sosa, and they don't have Cal Ripken Jr. They don't have guys that can save it from what they did to it last time, 1994. Well, not they yet. They do have Juan Soto. They do have Fernando Tatis Jr. They do have Ron Acuna Jr. Those names don't ring the same. Mm-mm. Yet. They, they, they haven't made that guy just yet. I agree. That it, they're in the works. Once they get this taken care of, they're gonna gather everyone up, pick about three, four people, and there, there go your ambassadors. You know what they don't have, and I'm about to be that guy because you know how I am when it comes to baseball. I'm always talking about the fly on the wall. There's no Derek Jeter. You have to have that guy. Fernando Tatis Jr. is funner and more exciting than Derek Jeter. No, but he's not what Derek Jeter is. He's not I'm not sure if he's white or black or Dominican. I'm not sure his name fits. I'm not he's not the guy you can put in front of everyone. Tatis keeps him from a large part of this country. Yep. He's not King Griffey Jr. Agreed. You got to have that guy. He, he's too polarizing. He, yeah. Tatis That's is, what it is. Tatis is King Griffey Jr. with dreadlocks. And, and more Jersey style. He's so much more fun and exciting. Yes, you, you are a fan of him, I can tell. But baseball's majority of the fan base are old dudes. Old man slow, don't sure. care about that. <laughs> they don't sure, care. Sure, sure, sure. He's doing too much. He's flashy. I don't talk baseball Also, it gets hurt anyone younger than me. The only yeah. people that I talk baseball with that are younger than me are people who play baseball on my baseball team. Hmm. Yeah, 100%. That's why I'm saying that's it doesn't problem. work. Yeah, so that's the casual, casual baseball fan out there knows Mike Trout's name. If Mike Trout robbed your house, you couldn't pick him out of a lineup tomorrow. He's not even the best player on his team anymore. That's 100% true. Is Albert Pujols still on the team? <laughs> a lot of people are going to get Shohei Otani wrong in a police lineup. Unless he's standing next to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, that week though. All right, so I gave you my I gave you my little prediction, my twenty eighth. Give it to me on the twenty eighth. We're gonna have a resolution on the twenty eighth. You know what we're gonna have then? The most exciting hot stove in the history of all things as spring training reports on the fifth. And I will not be able to handle the exacerbation that will come physically from me. I have I have a question for you guys because you guys know baseball more intricately than I do. What are they? What's the deal? What's the big takeaway for a casual fan or a fan? From from these, they hate you. Yeah, then you're not loved. 
Like, like I, seriously, like I know there's the money about the mid level and the lower level. Yeah, arbitration. What, yeah, yeah. What is the news story for the basic fan of baseball? The biggest. Does the game? Will the game change? I've heard some stuff, but I don't know. Designated hitter in the National League will be the game changer. There we go. That's the one thing you will see. There we go. And and that's they, what they, I want to know. Rumors are they've already agreed on the universal DH. Rumor. Yeah, so that that part's a done deal. Was they were talking about this last year, a couple years ago too, right? They did it during uh, the COVID year. Yeah. And um, they brought back the normal rules last year, and then this year they're going to have the universal DH. That's what's going to save them, the, the four guys that they prop up and then that rule change. More offense. In theory. In yeah. theory. Just a tiny bit more. Yeah. There, there have been all these, like, I'm not going to call them dumb because dumb is a dumb word, but there are all these dumb like you have to face a full, you have to face a full batter. You have to do a ha- a full inning, and you have to. There's all these pitching rules that you don't really notice have changed. But you in, have to face three batters unless it's the end of an inning. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you, th- there's all these little ones. Yeah. And like a casual I, fan doesn't know about that. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. You didn't even Robert nope. didn't know about that. Didn't know. Mm-mm. Here's what I need. I need it. I need this. I need Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association to go, hey, all 30 teams and all 500-ish possible players at the Major League level, is that what it is? Is it 500? Whatever it is. They all need to go, hey, we're in it for the fans. We're going to work really hard to get together. Because no one is doing that. No one's saying that. Either. Right. Even if it would be a lie at this moment, no one's even saying it. And Rob Manfred is not loved by anyone, players, owners, media. His wife and kids. Wait, what? <laughs> the friend of the show highline is open and it's open to our friend of the show vincent vincent welcome to the program and tell us why you're so sad about major league baseball well it just seems like uh they just keep shooting themselves in the foot they just keep alienating people like me that used to uh uh go every year schedule a trip to see my beloved Cleveland Guardians now, uh, you know, somewhere. I mean, go to Chicago, uh, uh, Seattle uh, for a three-game series or something. It's just, uh, you know, baseball now is just taken away from me. They just, I can't, I just can't get into it anymore. They'll for certain I mean, send you an email saying that tickets are available, though. They'll for certain still do that. Well, I mean, I'm sure, but... Uh, I mean, you know, everybody wants to blame Manfred and everything. And he's a—he's just a lawyer. That's all he is. And everybody hates him. And everybody hates Tony Clark. Just, I mean, these baseball players in this day and age. I mean, when Max Scherzer says we're doing this for the integrity of the game, you know, and the guy makes $1.5 million for every game he pitches, every game he right. pitches for the next three years. Uh, uh, shut up, Max. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, uh, come on. You know, you're some, you know, you know, Norman Ray or something. Uh, come on, it's just uh, enough is enough. In everything that's going on in this country, uh, you know, now. I just I have a hard time with either side, really, but certainly not. I can't. I just just I have a hard time with it. Uh, uh, your thoughts, Vincent? Um, Appreciate the call. Obviously, Thank I you. I agree and disagree with you. 
Because I think every player, and this just isn't in professional sports, but any business whatsoever, you should get the max fair market value for your services. Sure. So I'm not mad at a player making as much money as possible. But there's going to hit a point in these negotiations where it's going to be such a small margin. Like just yesterday, the Players Association did something really stupid. MLB was going to agree to their $100 million arbitration pool, and they said, no, 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 we actually want $115 million. Like, what? Like, that was a point that they were about to agree on, and they just raised the number out of the blue. Yeah. So it's going to get to a point where you're bickering over such a small amount. Like, I agree the luxury tax should be higher. I agree these young baseball players should have a pool to make more money depending on their performance. But there's going to get to a point and run, and they're going to run off people like Vincent who may be just sick of it. There's tons of other sports. You could learn about another sport. Baseball's America's pastime. Baseball's America's game. It's tied into the history of this country. But you can just move on past it, and that's what people are going to do. Let's talk about where we're currently at in the negotiation and what we think is going to happen next. And let's do that when we get back from the break. Thank you to Dave and Busters for being a proud sponsor of the program. Thank you to Mexico Pinion Coffee, who we're excited to sit down with next week as we're working on a fun endeavor with our partners over at Locker 505. You're going to see some cool ways for them to help the community together. It's two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. This is a story all about how my – are you watching that? Are you watching – Oh, man. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't giving it a chance. And I was like, let me see. Very surprised. In a good way. Love My life got flipped, turned upside down. It's not a comedy, right? No. Bel Air. Yeah, that's what it's called. What's on HBO Max? No. It's on Peacock. Oh, I had that one. Joining us on the program with some conversation points about baseball. Mailman. Mailman, welcome. What's happening, fellas? Hey, um, you watching Bel Air? Before, before I get to the to to my question, Vitali bought something up um, import, important to me over the phone. He said that they planning on dropping Carson Wentz, and uh, I I told him we'll take him we'll take him for sure. Yeah, Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh talks. All we got in Pittsburgh is a bowl of beans and a bag of rice. And uh, it's kind of hard to make a meal with that, even though I know uh, I, I, I know my boy Robert might be able to make a meal out of that. Super good name. Oh, most definitely. Beans I, I, and rice? Carson what? Wentz. I've gone whole weekends with just that. What ointment would you put on that? None. Oh, that's so gross. Hot Only sauce. thing you get with that is cornbread. Hot sauce and cornbread, yeah. There you go. Yep, there you go. You two All right, real so... <laughs> My actual question, and um, I want uh, I want Cornbread to answer this. And you know who he is, Cornbread. And Vital, look through the window because I don't want uh, uh, Slim, Slim Shady and Van the Fan signaling him what the answer to this question is. But the answer to my my question is, what happens with all these cats that ran over to China? Taiwan, Egypt, and wherever else they went to go play baseball. What happens to them when uh, they end this lockout? What happens with them? Do they get to come back? Does MLB have to buy out whatever contract they got under overseas? Do they have to wait until their contract is over 
then come back three quarters of the way during the season? Does Vincent have to go over there in his Blackhawk helicopter and bring him back? Or I, don't, I, hey. I, I just don't know. I don't. I don't First know. Off, which one of us is cornbread? Yeah, I know. We're, not, we're in here uh, debating on who's cornbread. <laughs> we're just all looking at each other. And rice and hot sauce. Okay, well that's me. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's what he said. I'm the one that's talking about cornbread and hot sauce. <laughs> Hey, that's what I, mailman. That's what I ordered. That's what I ordered at Roscoe's. I got really cornbread. I got cornbread. Yep. Red beans and rice and greens. He did. I didn't need a drop okay. of chicken. Okay. Okay. Man, you my second. You you my second favorite guy in the studio. Uh, after Vital or after Robert? I'm gonna, come, I'm gonna find you tomorrow, and I'm gonna see if I can find you an old soda somewhere. Oh, please do. I'm, I'm crashing your party. So, but uh, well, man, answer the question. <laughs> uh, so not man. the guy. The guy who just said, "I don't know a lot about baseball." Yeah. No, but I think we did talk about this before because if they're in a contract overseas, they're in that contract. Yeah, they they can't it. just hey, we're done. Major League wants us. Well, a lot of them do get buyout clauses, though. Well, yeah, yeah. So a lot of them are. Hey, if you, whatever the amount of money is, usually it's remaining on the salary, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, a lot of them can get out, but there's a lot of baseball players out there, boys. And it's yeah. and it's not like Carlos Correa signed in Japan. All the people that are going to Japan and Korea, they're all like quadruple A players that might be on the edge of the roster yeah. anyways. Right. They're making good money. I know. Uh, thank you to the mailman for obviously taking the time, taking the call. The... If you go across seas because you're hedging your bet on Major League Baseball not coming back, I'm not worried if you're that in-betweener, that double-A to triple-A, maybe triple-A cup of coffee guy. Not worried. Hey, the second we start seeing some recognizable names go, yeah. though, yeah. that's when you know this whole thing's in trouble. Yeah, that's yeah. when you know that someone told him something, and he's just like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Or they're scared of waiting. Bill collector's coming. Oh, that's a good one. Sure. That- because a lot of a lot of these guys at the end of the the end of the bench, the end of the roster that pop in between AAA and MLB, the quad the quad A guys as we call them, they're not like filthy rich, right? Like they they struggle, like they ate ramen for years in MLB. So that league minimum or that nice paycheck they're getting overseas just caught this eliminates all their first world problems immediately and they are they're not the ones that have these endorsement deals or anything like that right sure yeah Yeah. this will be yeah if i need a name boys i need a measuring stick yasiel puig if yasiel puig he's the one of the ones that already left yeah he's gone yeah he's playing in korea i think gotta be bigger than because he he, he's he's only nationals orion zimmerman he quit no, 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 no. The other uh, he retired, man. The, the Latin player, I can't remember. Oh, um, we can't go to Latin America to play. He can't go to the Caribbean islands. There's always someone out to get him, get him back to Cuba. You're talking about Fidel Castro is out to get him. Uh, yes, <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's the realest thing of real things. He can't fly over the Bermuda Triangle because he'll just crash into Cuba. Hey, dead ass serious. I was so scared of the Bermuda Triangle when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, I was I was into that too. I I don't like I didn't know where it was, but I was into that. I thought for certain, like people just went there and disappeared. Kind yeah. of, yeah, but not kind of. It's blown out of proportion, but kind of. There were a handful of things in my life: Bermuda Triangle, quicksand. All right, today's varsity. Quicksand was 
<laughs> what happened to quicksand? Quicksand was legit scary when you were That used to be on every TV program for some reason. Yeah, Gilligan got out of it in yeah. Gilligan's Island. I remember A-Team. Spot on. A-Team. Knight Rider. I Mac- think Kit- MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. Mr. T had to pull him out of the quicksand by his chain. <laughs> All right. So today's varsity, today's I-9 varsity, is the varsity of childhood fears. Okay? Oh, there we go. Good one. Oh, All right, yeah. Bermuda Triangle. Hey, Loki, like, I... I practiced stop, drop, and roll. Like, I thought for certain at some point in my life I would be on fire. You'd be on fire. Mm, okay. You don't party like I party. (laughs) 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 I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of Childhood Fears. Uh, Catch that at 545 as I'm off at 6 today, and I don't want to miss that one. Early Varsity. This is unprecedented. Shake it up, get a new audience. I mm. like it a lot. The, mm. the only time we've done an early varsity is for crosstalk with Josh Ushan. Not coming on the program today. Forrest Stolting coming on. He'll be joining us at 6 o'clock. Joining us at 5.15 will be Andrew Davison, the assistant coach for New Mexico Highlands. Would you and- say we got stolted by Shushan? Yes. I'm going to start using that verb. I'm going to write it down. And joining us right now on the Friend of the Show hotline, Howard. Howard, welcome to the program. Gentlemen, good to see all three of you back in one place again. Aww. Well, I mean, you know, on the air. I mean, well, you were on the air last week, too, but you guys are just too busy having fun. Hey, Van, how's your liver doing? Good question. Uh, well, my liver is very strong, but my bladder is very weak, so I, I go through them a lot. <laughs> well, I sure do hope you're not sitting in a pile of urine having said that. So, <laughs> okay. Anyhow, anyhow, Robert, I've got a question for you. Yes. How long do you think it's going to take you to repair your reputation after hanging out with a week with these guys? Good question. Well, Ooh. you know, it's still intact except for one event. Uh, here we go. And I posted a picture of it today, <laughs> and that was not staged. That was natural disdain. Yep. I went to an MGK concert with please, these fellas. Please use his government name. I don't know it. Machine Gun Kelly. Um, and then who was the other person? Halsey. <laughs> Thank you. That's where I was at. And, yeah, well, that that's the part Vince, that or Howard, I, don't, how, I, how, I don't know how I'm going to get over that. Howard, it slapped. It was the most slapping Yo, it, yeah, concert right. of all time. It's super slapped. It slapped. It slapped something. Howard. Well, <laughs> hey, I Howard. lived vicarious through the three of you last week. It looked like you had a great time. I'm really happy you got to see that. I'm glad you didn't get arrested, man. I did listen to that part of your birthday party. I'm glad you didn't get arrested. <laughs> I was so nicely and so calmly escorted out of Universal Studios. I can't talk about their security enough. It's wonderful. You know, we have you, the- had, you, know, you had your two security guards with you, you know, Fred and Robert. What happened? By the way, um, I did some research, and MGK's real name is Machinery Gunnard Kelly Clarkson. Okay. So- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, anyway... Uh, won some money on the Super Bowl. It was a great sh- halftime oh, show. You guys had a blast out there. Nice to hear all three of you together again. You know, I'm going to make a suggestion to one of your callers, and I hope I don't lose you guys as uh, being a friend of the show after I tell you I really don't care about baseball. But okay. when uh, one okay. of your callers, old Vinny, I think maybe he ought to be spending a little more time calling you mail and a little less time calling you guys. Have a great day. <laughs> I see. I love this what? is where it starts right here. Howard yeah, just this dropped is, this the is, mic on the way he out. He did. Yep. He did. 
this is basic. This is basically the Pearl Harbor of two men on. Well, like, this I, is just he just started the war between come. all of our listeners. Howard versus Vincent is as similar as Robert versus MGK. <laughs> okay. By the way, Wait, who's who? <laughs> Let's not, figure that out. Not if, sure. For the listeners and friends of the show, if you want to go to a Halsey show and have it be the best concert you've ever been to, <laughs> just make sure Machine Gun Kelly opens. And it will be the best concert you've ever been to. Anything that follows Machine Gun Kelly is better because it followed Machine Gun Kelly. Yes. Let's grab a break. Uh, let's push Lobo Talk back. We're going to continue with Major League Baseball because I'm still low-key on one. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Robert, on air right now, I need you to tell all the friends of the show that you are joining the YMCA of Central New Mexico and you're starting Monday morning with your boys at the Horn Center on San Mateo and Indian School. I need you to say it on air and make that You comment. just said it for me, so I'm confirming it. Monday morning, it's going down. I love that. If you join the YMCA right now, uh, they have this brand new all-inclusive package deal. So you, you join, you pay your fee. Obviously, your fee is whatever it is a month. I don't know what it is. But then you get, if you have a family, all your kids get all of the sports, Van. So you get the volleyball, you get the football, our football, the basketball, you get all the things. They're all included, so you basically get it for free. And two months free. What? You don't have to pay for They're not going to draft your account for two months. Are you messing with me? No. I, oh, was, yeah. I was listening during the meeting. That's yeah. super sweet. I'm yeah. definitely joining Monday. Masks are now optional at the YMCA, so if you want to, feel comfortable. If you don't wear it, do wear it. Don't matter. Do you. Do it. Just do it. YMCA Central New Mexico. Thank you to them for being a proud partner in the show. We had some t-shirts yesterday at O'Neill's. Came all the way. All the way. Came all the way. Hey, a couple of them went to our friends at Locker 505. So I don't we, know. We, it, got to, we got to double dip in helping. I don't know if it was for personal use or for the program at Locker 505. I, I don't ask questions. Because they were super sweet t-shirts. They were still sealed in plastic, so I, I think Locker 505 can use them. So, Robert, um, after you, you get in shape, what are you going to do with that for the first time in your life? Wow. Interesting. Ooh, that's what we're doing, huh? Strong. Got I'm, you. I'm going to say mine for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you follow us on all of our social media outlets at TalkABQ, uh, at Buck underscore Dangerous. Because we're going to be giving uh, probably a lot of live updates of Van's Roast tomorrow. We're very excited about that. You've done a lot of roast, Robert. Yes. Where does this lot. one rank as far as anticipation goes for you? Oh, man. Well, with the information I've so recently received, yeah. it's going to be top five. <laughs> <laughs> I gave a little breakdown <laughs> of Van to Robert off the air about things he needs to know about Van's life that are poignant to joke telling. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited on what Fred decided to highlight about me. Yeah. Yeah. If like the bad things are actually good to him and the good things are bad to him. So it's going to kickstart. I'm going to find out in about 27 hours. Yeah. 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 Get ready for depression. <laughs> Get ready for it. Oh yeah. Congratulations on your continued depression. <laughs> it might cure me. All right, boys, part of depression is denial, and part of Major League Baseball's lockout is denial. It started with, if you remember, back in December, they won't lock anyone out. I doubt they even let the CBA expire. How'd you boys feel about that one? Did you feel that one was true? <laughs> at the time, yeah. That's exactly what I felt at the time. Yeah? 
Robert, come Christmas, you were they're only doing a lockout to speed things up. It's you know the real issues they'll they'll get handled. It'll be done before Christmas. You remember that, Robert? Yeah. Were you saying that? Yep. You remember when I said, "Ah, boys, look at it. I'll get it figured out by the new year." <sighs> Y'all will keep going. It's 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 something every day. So whenever whenever Van was like, "Well, what they'll do is they'll use the Hall of Fame announcement <laughs> to pair it." With baseball coming back, that's what they'll do. Sure. And we all said, yes, that's, that's absolutely what they'll do. And then after they didn't, Robert says, well, they're, you know, they're only so far right now, and they're, you know, they're both grandstanding a little bit, but obviously they'll meet in the middle. They'll meet yeah. in the middle pretty quick. Yeah. And then I said, yes, the meeting was only 15 minutes, but we have deadlines. We're going to be good by the weekend. And Van, you today said it's just a few warm-up games. <laughs> <laughs> also, I said they're totally going to do it on my birthday. Up next is who needs spring's training anyways. Major League Baseball's in trouble, boys. Whenever we get back, Hall of Fame class, boys. For what sport? You'll get find ready. out. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to the Electric Playhouse. We're excited to start our dodgeball and wiffle ball leagues the, I think, second week of March. So get ready for that as we bring you all that information as it comes to us. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Sounds like a very, very sexual, like, space... Like Biblioteca. You nailed it. Is that a dance club in Spanish? That's a library. What was I thinking? I was going to say. Discoteca. <laughs> ah, discoteca. Well, that's still one here in Albuquerque. Ah, the library is there a discoteca. So you're right, technically. Same zoos. Is this real famous? This sounds famous. You've heard it on a couple of commercials. You know this one. Do I? You know this. Is this like on car commercials? We've talked yep. about this one before. Yep. I've never heard this. Oh my. He always says this. <laughs> this is what I... Alright. This is what I feel like a kaleidoscope sounds like. That's a great description. Okay. Pretty, pretty spot on. This is a... Uh... That part was for me. Back that part up. <laughs> Which part? That boink, boink. <laughs> <laughs> That's Robert on the basketball court when he... No, it's Nobody Speak by DJ Shadow featuring Run the Jewels. There we go. Who? <laughs> DJ Shadow. I just pulled him. All right, he does not look like what I believed he was going to look like. I'm not even going to ask you what you thought he would look like. Yeah, we got to do it in order. I thought he'd be less California. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. He looks more like my mailman than mailman looks like my mailman. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Some of these photos look like he's posted up in the Ukraine waiting for an invasion. <laughs> cool. This is this dude has totally borrowed somebody's lighter in the past twenty four hours. Oh yeah, yeah hundred <laughs> percent, and kept it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey bro, can I bum a Lucy? What? A Lucy? This guy is one hundred percent asked to do kale instead of spinach. <laughs> That's a good one. 
Boys, I often try to hijack the show. I often try to take the show to uh, what I call other levels of entertainment. Okay. By breaking down the importance of pro wrestling and its cultural impact, including the Universal and WWE Heavyweight Championships. But today, no hyperbole here. This is one of the most influential athletes in the last 30 years. And if you try to say otherwise, I'll call you a liar. Hmm. Okay, you're using the word athlete again. I told you, they're not athletes. They're performers. The Undertaker is to headline the WWE Hall of Fame class at WrestleMania 38 in Dallas that your boys will be at. The Phenom, whose real name is Mark Calloway, by the way. The Phenom? Well, he's known as the Phenom. Oh, that's the same wrestler. The Undertaker oh, okay. is the wrestler. I think you just put one guy in this year. I don't think anyone else is on his level. Normally they induct three or four people. How can an Undertaker be a Phenom? I mean, you're just you're just digging ditches, right? I mean, what did he bring some kind of why, extra special skill set you to, to ditch digging? Why are you saying digging ditches when you mean... Taking souls and digging holes. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's not going to be the only one. That was a legitimate question. I wasn't trying to be mean. Like, why is he the phenom? If you ask anyone in the world, name a pro wrestler. Who are they going to name? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's The Undertaker. For sure. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. Andre the Giant. Ric Flair was a big three, right? Okay. Undertaker. No. C+. Plus? B minus. C plus. No. B minus. He he he's one of the top five they'll name off. Oh really? Yeah, most definitely. All right, give them to me again. I, I'll give you the five they'll name. All right, Hogan. Yep. Not Ric Flair. Ric Flair's not on there. Really? No. I agree. Stone Cold, The Rock. Okay, The Rock. Yes. Undertaker. The fifth one. Not even Andre the Giant. I think it's Andre the Giant. Uh, I don't Anybody know. Or, a peanut. Or they might even lady. they might go Macho Man, or they might go Ultimate Warrior. See, I was a big Ultimate Warrior kid. See, I think Macho he- Man, Macho Man, and Ric Flair over Undertaker and Stone Cold. Oh, oh, it's crazy to think that Stone Cold retired twenty years ago. Yeah, he looks good. Ain't that nuts? Yeah. So the Undertaker's in first debuted in nineteen eighty seven. I started watching pro wrestling in nineteen ninety. So, therefore, he's, he was there the entire existence of the time I've been a part of this soap opera. Just a world of talent. Changed the game. Wore a gimmick. He, like, lived the gimmick. Yeah. Did he? Real question. Yeah. Did he have a twin? Like you, a giant twin? Are you talking about his brother Kane? Because, like, he would be, like, walking into the arena, <laughs> and it would go black, and then, like, three seconds later, he would be in the middle of the stage. Yeah. I mean, he's he's magical. Well, there we go. Yeah, he's magic. Don't mess up my childhood trying to no, put, put logic to this. Yeah, no. There, it was the, the power to earn. That's what it was. Spoiler alert. Yeah. The movie The Prestige, he's got a twin. He's got, that's how he does all of his tricks. He's got a twin. What's The Prestige? That's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yes, you have to Christopher check it out. Nolan? Is the, to check it out. is the Undertaker in it? Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan? Yes, he is. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, do, I don't agree with you, Fred. He's not going to be the only inductee. Seven world championships. Seven tag titles. The WrestleMania streak. Seven tag titles? Yeah. You don't look that fast. 
Well, you just said he appears and reappears, so yes, he's super fast. Oh, yeah. He's faster than the speed of light. Of course, he he could tag somebody anytime he wants. Yes. He famously, in 1998, threw mankind 16 feet off Hell in a Cell through a table. He broke him in half. At King of the Ring. (laughs) 21-0 WrestleMania streak, only to be defeated by Brock Lesnar, who became the one in 21-1. Does none of this resonate with you at all for cultural significance? He is glazed over in the face. He, that's the same look he had at Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? All I'm saying is, there's a handful of guys, and I got to watch the entire history of one of the best to ever do it. I've done that with The Undertaker and Tom Brady. They're the oh, same dude. How fortunate I have been. That's good. Because I didn't get to watch all of Ozzy Smith's career. Ozzy Smith started before I started. Right. These are the two guys. I got them all. I got every single one. Heck yeah. Mm. Heck yeah. You know how many Monday Night Raws I've missed since 1990? Zero. Wait, so you didn't do the flip from Nitro to Raw? You didn't do that? Dog. You you didn't do that? Dog, your boy over here hit play record. There we go. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I was a flipper. Back and forth. Mm. I, I had it down. Monday Night Wars? Yeah. Yeah, more like Monday night all night long because I watched them both. (laughs) Who's the rattlesnake from the text line? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, he's the rattlesnake. Yeah. Okay. Also, I think Shawn Michaels makes a lot of lists, the heartbreak kid. Yeah. I think this is your list. I think you should ask me, the guy who knows nothing about wrestling, who the biggest wrestlers are. Andre the Giant. Yeah. All-time biggest wrestler. Then who else? Hulk Hogan. Okay. I could 1A and 1B right there. Hard to argue. Ric Flair. Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. The Rock. Like, those are the big five, right? It's hard for him. Okay, let me say. Stone yeah. Cold. He's, he's giving me the cup. big five of someone who just Doesn't. remembers, like, the, the Rock and Wrestle Express, like, back in the day, yeah. back then. Because I want to say when, mid, late 90s, that's when it got, like, super – like, it – it took over the whole Hulk Hogan thing. Like the young red the, and yellow Hulk Hogan. The Attitude Era. When yeah. it went from... Because we he was no longer the Undertaker. He was the American Badass. Yeah. He changed from the Undertaker to the American Badass back to the Undertaker? That, the oh, way you're saying it makes it sound like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but that's the actual trajectory. Also, you boys are leading out the most obvious one. Who was that? John Cena. Oh, oh, okay. Um, Red My bad. Yeah. That's, that's on me. That's, he's up. The, yeah, he's in the five. Joining us on the program, friend of the show and fan of the product, Tommy. Tommy, welcome. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Tom, the truth, back at you. I haven't talked to you in a while. I've been busy working on some things. There you go. That's um, great. This is a tough list because I think um, I'd have to go top ten. I couldn't do top five. I mean, I come from all the way back of – Watching my dad watch George shows and Bruno San Martino, which his record, I believe, is over 4,000 days he had the title total that will never be broken. But if I'm going top five, Ric Flair's got to be in the top five because he was an originator of a lot of different uh, that style, that woo style, whatever you want to call it, even though I do think he got that from Gorgeous George a little bit from back in the day. Um, And then I would put The Rock. I would put... um, I, Hulk Hogan's got to be up there as well. I mm-hmm. put The Rock. I would put Stone Cold. There's just so many. There, I think there more has to be a top ten list because it's so hard to put. Like who is at the top of that Rushmore? 
What about you know, what are about you going about titles? Mark? How many titles they want? I mean, you going by popularity? What are you going by? Jersey sales. <laughs> and the Undertaker's up there too, because the thing that's unique about the Undertaker is that he did live his character. He's like he method acted his entire character, even when he became American Badass. It was still popular, and he did it for thirty years. It's hard to maintain that character and have an interest for such a long period of time. But I think he, he did it well because he kept it so mysterious. I, I often heard he didn't do a lot of stuff outside of WWE as far as people seeing him in public and this and that. And he was in character even in public. So he really, like, he lived that character, and that's hard to do. Made eyeliner look cool. Where do you rank Marty Jannetty? <laughs> I think he was on a great tag team. I, I watch the Rock and Roll Express. I think they're. I, I only know wrestlers be- from my childhood or Action Bronson lyrics. The, like so, that's 100% yeah. of my knowledge. Uh, so the problem with Marty Jannetty is kind of in the car accident, broke his leg, yeah. and he can never really yeah. perform again. Mm. And then a tragic yeah. end. I don't oh, know if you no. know about the tragic end. I don't end. know anything about it. Obviously. Okay. Not good? <laughs> Not good. Yeah, he, uh, he, Google he, machine. He's kind of, I think, losing his mind a little bit lately. There's yeah. some weird things that have happened with him. Um, the other thing I was going to say and talk about, um, this is this is a question I want to have ask you guys. Yep. The Cody Rhodes situation. Does he go? Now there's rumors he might go back to AEW. What do you guys think about that? Because that really threw me for a loop. Because he went over there and kind of helped get things going with AEW. I want to see you guys think about that and him. You know, basically leaving, I heard it was a money issue. They yeah. weren't paying him fairly, and he, he might come back to WWE. What do you guys think about let's, that? Let's grab that break because we got to grab the break. But then we will definitely get to that after we sit down with Andrew Davison and talk about what's going on with the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys and their current win streak. Uh, all conference wins, boys, climbing up the opportunity in the ladder there at the end of the year tournament to see if they got a chance to, to walk away with that. Shoop! Andrew Davison joining us after the break. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. I got a lot of friends in the world of athletics, boys. One of those friends is Andrew Davison, is the assistant basketball coach for New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. And I've been trying all year long to get Andrew on the program. Andrew, come on. Andrew, let's talk hoops. Andrew, let's talk about the boys. Andrew, let's talk about the Cowboys. Andrew, let's do it. And he was like, let me hold my breath until we rattle off seven in a row, Fred. So joining us now is Andrew Davison. Andrew, welcome to the program. Hey, I appreciate you having me on uh, today. I appreciate you being here. 13 and 11, the Cowboys are sitting 8 and 10 in conference. And you're like, 8 and 10, Fred, that's not impressive. They were 1 and 10 seven games ago. Talk about them boys, Coach Davison. Uh, it's been a crazy season. Um, you know, like you said, we, we started 1 and 10, and, you know, we thought the world was going to end and um, couldn't figure out how to win any games. And, um, I, I didn't think we were playing bad during that stretch. You know, I think out, out of those 10 losses, six of them were by about five or less. And uh, it's been fun the last couple of weeks to see them kind of figure it out. And, and you know, we got seven in a row now and uh, another big one tonight and tomorrow night. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we can uh, keep the same rolling. Um, Coach, I've seen you guys a couple of times. And I've noticed you're very intense. Are you the disciplinarian of the team when it comes to the coaches? Uh, That's what I get. That's the vibe I get. I would say I'm afraid of you, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would say Coach is probably more of the disciplinary, uh, disciplinarian, uh, and I'm, you know, more of like the good cop, I guess. Oh. Um, you know, I try to, I, I try to, you know, get in their ear and make sure they're doing the things that, that they need to be doing. Um, but once it's once it's game time, you know what I mean? It's you know. 
that's uh, it's my job, and um, I definitely try to be intense and, and show our guys that it, it means something. Coach, is it just all DJ Khaled all day for you guys because all you do is win, 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 win? Question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, early, no, no, Usually, you know, a little bit, but, uh, you know, we, we still have some work to do. We got four left and we think we need to win, you know, at least two of these four, you know, to, to make sure that we get in the playoffs. And, um, but I mean, I'll take all four if we can get them. So what was the key without giving too much away to your opponents? What was the key to you guys turning around and starting this streak? Um, like I said, I mean, I don't think we were playing terrible, you know, um, I think that we're hitting more shots now. And, um, you know, early, I mean, we weren't making plays down the stretch. And, you know, I think we figured out how to win now. And, um, and you know, we've been defending probably like the last 10 games. We've been defending at a high level. And then um, it all kind of started at South Dakota Mines. Uh, I think that was January 28th. And, you know, we were down 11 in the second half versus them. And, with like 15 minutes to go in the game, and I think we hit like 13 threes in the second half, and I think that you know just gave us confidence, and um, and we've been running with it. What kind of badge of pride is it for you, Coach, to have Defensive Player of the Week in Andre Adams, Offensive Player of the Week in Sammy Barnes Tompkins, and Broadcaster of the Week in me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all three are, are very important to uh, what we're trying to do here, and uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean those two guys. Uh, um, I mean, they're both Boston College transfers, and um, Sammy struggled early offensively, and, and I, now I think he's third in the league in scoring, and he's playing well. I think he's averaging like 28 a game in the last seven games, and, and Andre's just been uh, amazing for us. I mean, this is his first year with us, and um, he was coming off an Achilles injury uh, last fall, and um, it's been it's been fun to see him have success and um, and get rewarded, you know, with some awards. Um, in the conference, and um, yeah, I mean, those two guys are, are, are definitely key for us. So you guys have Metro coming up next. Saw when you guys played them last time. It was a very close loss, but if I remember correctly, you were winning the entire game. What is it going to take to get this victory over Metro yeah, of uh, Denver? I, yeah, I, I think we were up 14 points against them at home um, with like 12 minutes to go in the game, and um, they're very talented, and you know, they got a, a really good team, and um, you know, we're actually close with their co- coaching staff, and um, you know, I-, I like to see them do well, except when we're playing them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just—I mean, it- it's going to be kind of the same thing, you know. It's just play with the confidence and hit shots, and, um, and and then make plays down the stretch. I mean, that's—I mean, it's—it's it's not rocket science, you know what I mean? It's just—you know—it's just basketball and uh, and doing the things that the little things that uh, it takes to win. Coach, New Mexico is well represented on your roster. What does it mean to you guys to have so many kids from New Mexico playing for you? Absolutely. Um, I mean, to start the year, we, I mean, we had, we had a very large roster, and I think we had 12 or 13 New Mexico kids on our roster, and, um, and a bunch of them are redshirting for us now, but um, we've been ba- basically playing seven, eight guys during this uh, little win streak, and, and four of those guys are, are New Mexico guys, Desmond Carpenter from uh, Cibola, um, Eric Sonnenberg from Manzano, um, Mario Archuleta from Pectos, and I'm missing one more. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a, 
Oh, Tyler Rogers from El Dorado. So, oh, there you um, go. I was about to say, I hope he's yep. not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's one thing that we need to do, you know, at Highlands is recruit the state really hard, and we try to do the best we can. And uh, Coach Dominguez is from New Mexico, and, you know, he, he, has a, he has a bias towards New Mexico kids because he, you know, he had a really successful high school career um, in New Mexico. And uh, so we, re- we try to recruit as hard as we can and, uh, and then try to win games with them. At Metro tonight, at Colorado Christian tomorrow, then on, I think, Tuesday, you're uh, at University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. But the last one, senior night, talking February 26th at home for South Dakota Mines. And you might not know this, Coach, but we'll let the world know right now. Your boys are ho- – we're taking over the day, Coach. We're doing in-game promo. We're doing activities. We're doing game day excitement. We're going to have competitions. We're going to have the fans out. We're going to have a fun halftime performance because we're sending these boys away with a senior day party, Coach. I love it. I love it. Put buck- hopefully, you know, hopefully it's a, it's a game that means something for us. And, um, and, and I mean, all, all the uh, – all the – uh, attention we can get as a program, you know, we'll take and um, and we're excited, you know what I mean, to see what uh, happens after that game and hopefully we're in the playoffs and keep it going. Tonight versus Metro, they're a tough team. That one's going to be a tough matchup. And then talk about the difficulty of back-to-backs. Talk about the difficulty of immediately after ra- wrapping up with Metro going over to Colorado Christian. Yeah, I, I mean, our guys are young. You know, it, it's, it's maybe not as hard on them just because they're, you know, 20, 21 years old, and um, their bodies can recover pretty quick. As a coaching staff, it's a little bit more difficult just because just game planning and, and scouting um, two teams, you know, back-to-back is, is tough, you know. But uh, I think we have a pretty good system going, me and Coach, and um, uh, this is the first conference that I've ever been in that, that kind of does back-to-back. So I'm used to Wednesday-Saturday games, and it kind of gives you a little bit more time to prepare, but – um, it makes it fun. You know what I mean? We all have to go through it. So, um, you know, it's tough, but um, I think we got to figure it out by now. So I'm not trying to look ahead, but I know you guys want to go ahead and win out the rest of the schedule. If that does happen, is that a key about winning and being successful in the RMAC tournament? Absolutely. I mean, just playing with confidence in general, you know what I mean? If we, I mean, say we do win out, I mean, we're going to be riding high with our confidence. And um, like I said, like, I think that helps with making shots. I mean, we've gone through games where we've gone three for 20 from the three-point line, and that's just not really us. And um, and I think, you know, the more you can win, the more confidence you can have. Um, like, we played Black Hills on, on last Saturday, and they're the best team in our league. And um, we got them by nine at our place. And um, – and I think we we took a lot of confidence from that. Just it shows us that we can play with anybody in the league. And I don't think any of these these top four teams really want to play us in the playoffs. Um, I think we're peaking at the right time. So um, and I think everybody kind of sees that. And um, hopefully, you know, it's to our advantage. What time's tip off tonight, Coach? Seven o'clock. So here in an hour and a half. That's available on the RMAC Network. Obviously, you can check out all that action if you're one who does that. I will be checking it after the game, but I will definitely be tuned in to it. Any final words before we let you go, Coach? Hey, go Cowboys. Love that. There you go. <laughs> I appreciate yes, you uh, having me on. Hey, and I, I, oh, side note, Coach, the, like a lot of our texter is Highlands alum. 
Yep. A lot of our texts are is like, cool. like I, the last text is literally a hashtag go Cowboys. So, I mean, the, <laughs> there, there, is a, there is a proud Cowboy base here in Albuquerque. Absolutely. And, you know, um, you know hopefully we can win a couple more games and, and make some noise in this tournament to, to kind of make everybody proud. Get them, boys. All righty. What a good dude. What a good dude. Being part, it's a cool team right now out there. I know, like, obviously I, I see it all because I, I live as the broadcaster of the team. But if you are a fan of New Mexico athletes doing positive things in New Mexico, mm-hmm. subscribe to New Mexico Highlands University. Yeah. Sub- subscribe to the Cowboys. Also, the university and the athletics program, they were a proud sponsor of our Super Bowl trip. I mean, so they're cool. doing yeah, they're doing everything in their power to to be a part of of not just this program, but the state as a whole. It's not it's not just isolated to Las Vegas. It's you got a campus here. It's right over by the YMCA. Be part of the Highlands. Grab a break. We're gonna get back from it. Football roundtable? I'm in. Let's Let's, get it. Let's do it. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal. Oh, sweet. More running jewels. Uh, You missed it by a long shot. Elvis Costello. Who? Who, Michael? The race car driver? He's the best Elvis for my money. (laughs) Nah, I'm going to go Gerback. (laughs) (laughs) what you're not not doomerville no no who's doomerville elvis doomerville is he a linebacker for the broncos yeah all right i got a problem with people naming people after people go on i'm I'm listening yeah let's let's see where this is gonna go i'm not a junior (laughs) (laughs) who's elvis andrews I have no clue. Me either. Shortstop for the Oakland Athletics. Used to be shortstop for the Texas yeah. Rangers. Oh, look at that. Yeah, he's a uh, – hey, we're talking baseball, dude. I'm, just, I'm all the way there. So, according to Playback.fm, which I'm not familiar with, the most famous person named Elvis is Elvis Costello. That's not right. <laughs> what? Just telling you what I'm seeing here. Doomerville – was a defensive end, not a linebacker. I'm sorry, Broncos Nation. Who's Elvis Duran? Sorry, Broncos Country. I'm saying there are like certain names you don't use again. Yeah. No one's going to be named Kanye. Okay. Okay. There's going to be thousands of kids named yeah. Kanye in a decade. Just like Shaquille. Yeah. Wait, I'm not trying to be weird right now. Who is Elvis Duran? What is the Elvis Duran morning show? Is that a famous thing? Host of Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. I, I've never heard of that. Is that a famous mm-hmm. morning show? Michael, you work in radio. <laughs> this is I not. No, I, I know who Zach Gelb is. Oh, he said it right. Mm. This is not meant as a dig, but Elvis Duran looks like he's been around a while. So we probably should have heard of him. We're radio people. Comedy, talk, music. All right, I'm. I, I'm... I got an Elvis. Hold up. I'm changing my. Favorite Elvis. Okay. Elvis Crespo. I've never even heard of whoever that is. Have you heard the song Suavemente? Don't play with me. Oh, uh, okay. Give me All Elvis right. Crespo. Uh-huh. Then Elvis Gerback. Boys. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one is naming their kid Rihanna. There's just like certain yes, names. Oh, they, they are. Do. They you do. Don't oh, my God. He don't go on that side of town. He don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't go on that side. I already know. Oh, we forgot a good one. What's that? Elvis Stoiko. Remember him, the figure skater? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The Canada. The, the Canadian. Mm-hmm. No one's going to name their kid Adele. That's what I'm trying to get to. You just don't. Yeah, they do. No, that, you... that is absolute fire that Elvis Costello took over Elvis Presley. No, there's no way. This Okay, this is fan voting. Right oh, here. Presley's his last name. <laughs> the, the first Elvis? <laughs> Was there an Elvis before Elvis Presley? I know people named after Lexus. There had to have been. How could he got his name? Oh, how did DeBrickashaw get his name? <laughs> he just made it up one day. Yeah. Brick against the wall, I guess. <laughs> DeBrickashaw against the wall? <laughs> you went from a food truck to a DeBrickashaw and mortar restaurant? <laughs> I'm just saying there are certain names, guys, and Elvis is one of those names. More DeBrickashaws it's, than Russell Westbrook. It's not because it, it's Elvis Presley. It's just an old name. You got to retire that name. Not because of Elvis Presley. It's just an old name. Elvis. So it was Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> yeah. He's, there, not, he's not even the second Machine Gun Kelly. No. There's been two Machine Gun Kellys before Machine Gun Kelly. Yep. The mobster. The douche. Yep. Okay. Here's, all right. You'll you'll never see another person named Prince. What? Are you crazy? There's, there's like multiple. That's like, yeah, boxer. That's, like, that's a bunch of boxers, yeah. football players. And basketball players. Yeah. There's multiple princes. Yeah. Prince Fielder, and that's it. No. A Mukamara. There you go. There we go. What about Eminem? Is there someone named Eminem? Marshall or Eminem? Eminem. There's lots of Marshalls. Marshall is like a, that's like an astute Midwest like suburb name. No, there's no it's one. It's a else. name you hear in the South too. No one's named Beyonce, right? Stop it! You're being serious. Oh, yeah, man. what? People are naming their kids Beyonce. Yes. Yeah. Hey, do you remember They're putting the whole Destiny's Child's name together? The whole group is one name. You tell me, there's somebody out there named Beyonce Kelly Rowland. Beyonce, you don't know the third one, huh? No, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one's gonna name their kid Holland Oates. Oh, that's nice. There's a go. There was the original Madonna, and then she got took over by Madonna. So you don't have another Madonna. There's like just the, the original one. Lady Madonna. Yeah, with yeah, children yeah. at her feet. I don't. I want to dispute that. There Hold is. Up. There'll never be another Shakira. That's what? what I'm saying. No one names their kids this. Yes, stuff. they do. No one names their kid Usher. There's gonna be. First of all, there's like 50 million Madonnas. <laughs> well, I think there's more Ushers. Yeah. Professionally. Yeah. I don't know, boys. <laughs> you remember that terrible cultural phenomenon that was like the biggest deal in the world for like eight years well, and then all of a sudden disappeared and was never referenced again in any pop culture, Game of Thrones? <laughs> Hold on. It's coming back. The oldest known Elvis is Elvis Jacob Starr Sr., born April 28, 1886. He was a judge in Fulton County, Kentucky. Can't go back any further than where that. Johnny Cash performed. <laughs> Way after. There won't be another Bono. There won't be another Slash. That's what I'm saying. There can't be. There's only one Nelly. What? For Tato. 
damn it. <laughs> Michael, stop saying meatloaf in my ear. Yes, meatloaf, Michael. I am not saying anything. I don't you know even how like many meatloaf. people are nicknamed meatloaf? There are tons of people nicknamed meatloaf. Is Lord an actual name? L-O-R-D? Yeah, E. I think there's an E on it. That's a title. Okay. It's just a landowner in Scotland, isn't it? I'm just saying, Elvis is a dumb name. <laughs> it, Elvis is a dumb name. it's old. It's an old name. Are you and I run in different circles, Robert? There's no brother's name Elvis. Okay. <laughs> we, just, we just named you five of them. <laughs> no brother's named Elvis that I know of. Elvis Andrus, Elvis Dumerville. They were adopted. God, that's a really good point. <laughs> All right. They're athletes. That's bro. super likely. From the texter, I'm going to need to show myself out after this one. Uh-oh. Friend of the show, Craig, says, Manfred Man and the Earth Band. <laughs> Blinded by the light. Oh, I had that one coming. <laughs> if you guys recall, there's this football player played for Tampa Bay. Antonio Brown, do you remember him? So Mike Evans opens up about that conversation he had sideline with him. I don't know if you boys recall. Yeah. So Mike Evans is like, let's go. Let's get in the game. Elvis Doomerville's father was a fan of Elvis Presley. Obviously. Are you kidding me right now? That's I'm doing research. <laughs> Why you're not going to name him Elvis for any other reason? I literally, just, I never thought I'd do this my whole life. I just Googled, was Elvis Duverville adopted? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm about to do it for Elvis right, Andrus. Here's what I'm going to do. Find out who Elvis Duverville's dad is. Find a picture of his wedding photo and tell me if he's wearing blue suede shoes. Because I'm telling you, he's living the gimmick. That's, okay. That's Oh, next. that's nice. Yeah. What kind of Cadillac you drive? Elvis Peacock? Who is that from the texter? Who's Elvis Peacock? Never heard of it. Elves don't even get called Elvis. <laughs> From the texter, Manfred. What is that, a hella strange St. Louis name? Guys. Wait a minute. Hold up. To the texter, friend of the show. Getting butchered here. I've never met anyone by the name of Manfred. <laughs> Elvis Andrews doesn't even know why he was named Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> it's on his wikipedia page i swear to god i asked my mother a lot of times but she never told me maybe my dad liked elvis presley i'm not sure about that that's a direct quote legally my name is manfred correct and legally my name is manfred because my parents like manfred man in the earth band mm -hmm. that is a hundred percent factual because i had hippie parents and i just did a whole bit on how you shouldn't name your kid after a performer <laughs> When I'm dead ass named after a performer and I forgot about it. That wasn't a shtick? No. I wasn't going to blow it. I thought I knew what you were doing this whole time. I just had a moment. <laughs> well, I'm looking up famous Manfreds. Nobody comes up. <laughs> Manfred von Richthofen was the Red Baron. It's, it, yeah, it's a bunch of German people. Well, yeah, it's a German name. Yeah. I think there's more black Elvises than black right. Manfreds. Whenever we get back from the break, <laughs> that is sports <laughs> so true. Sports talk on this program. Thank you so very much to O'Neills who hosted us yesterday. We laughed a lot and I ate a lot of Irish egg rolls. There's no punchline there. I just really did. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. 
Michael, I, I literally just have no clue what you're doing with the music anymore. Um, is this an end of the week thing? Or are we just at the bottom of the barrel? Oh, this is a good song, Prophets of Rage. Prophets of Rage. That is what I would name my band if I was not cool. That is my. If I was a 13-year-old, I would be like, that's a cool name for a band. Robert, you know who the Prophets of Rage are? No. That's why I was laughing, because I was thinking the same thing. Does that come to it? Basically, Rage Against the Machine and Chuck D. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's Chuck D? Okay, now you're tripping. <laughs> Joining us on the program 15 minutes before he was supposed to be here, but he's one of them guys. Forrest Stolting, manager uh the Albuquerque Isotopes of Communications and everything that's involved with that. Director, manager, what do you go by? Manager, I think, as of now. So. Okay, cool. So a uh, future director of communications, <laughs> the Albuquerque Isotopes. Today's I-9 Varsity, boys. It's the I-9 Varsity of Childhood Fears, okay? Irrational childhood fears and this came up because you mentioned the bermuda triangle van and i had a little wince in my tummy yeah <laughs> you had a fear of the bermuda triangle 505-312-4999 connect with i9 sports league office 280 and i9 sports.com sign your kids up to play some sports did you also have a fear of geography because you didn't realize how far St. Louis was from the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> I thought it hovered over the nation. <laughs> it's always around. Boris, what was your irrational childhood fear? Uh, I'd probably say the dark. Honestly, just oh it's, yeah, it's, the dark was simple, bogus simple, when you were a kid. That, like, Hold on, it can be like it's, that's it's, not irrational. Scary irrational? stuff happens in the dark. Well, I mean, I guess as, as a kid, you're not really aware of that okay, much, fair, you know? So fair. it's just this darkness. You can't see anything. What's out there? I don't know. Hmm. The dark was low-key on pace with Under the Bed. That's pretty good. Oh, Un- yeah. Under yeah. the Bed messed with you as yeah. a kid. Under the Bed because of the dark. Oh. oh. You don't even yeah. the When the sun's shining through the blinds, you don't care what's under your bed. You just look. It's a basketball. It's a basketball the whole time. That shadow. Oh, yeah. The- I got one for you. All right, this is... So there was a place called Showbiz Pizza. What that was was the ghetto Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, we've never been there. Never exactly. But there. Google it, and you remember how Chuck E. Cheese had the the little people that moved and blinked? Okay. That's a rational fear. Those <laughs> things... <laughs> At Showbiz Pizza. Uh, oh. oh. Oh, like these animatronic Yes. Things? Oh, these yes. are terrifying. Yes. Very scary. Yeah, I don't care for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for that at all. When I was young, I had an irrational fear when I was at a water park. Okay. Sharks. That some guy would just turn 40 and take all of his clothes oh, okay. and run. <laughs> Take all of his clothes off and just run through the water park? Mm-mm. Yeah. That's completely irrational. There's no way that would happen. How did you even begin to think about that? <laughs> I think alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit past when I was a child, but when I turned like 16 and got my first debit card, I was always guarding my PIN number with my hand for some reason. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, did you guys live this life, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> Where were you going? Cover over it, you know? No, no, boys, I was really afraid that people, I'm not even joking. I was like, please don't take my PIN number. Like, that's a weird fear. I got one. Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, my God. The original opening music. Oh. (laughs) Unsolved Mysteries do mess with you. Yes. Why do you? Why do you just keep giving rational fears? (laughs) These are are all completely, these are all reasonable. (laughs) 
Boris, you were like invincible, right? You you grew up like uh, running the woods naked and stuff. You I was afraid of nothing, man. I mean, you kidding me with any like force in this luscious hair I got? Yeah. <laughs> Kings were afraid of me, all right? Oh, that's, a really, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. <laughs> you you almost spoiled my next one, Fred. What's that? Sharks in a swimming pool. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was a super big fear. Like, you would forget about it because you're having so much fun, and then, bam, you look over your shoulder, make sure there's no sharks. Oh, from the texture, I got a good one. La La Rona. Oh, that's a big one around yeah. here. Forest don't know. I don't know if I'm familiar with this term. I'll tell you off air because it's La really Yodona. scary. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you butchered that name, bro. Did I? How close yeah, was I? I? I don't know. I can't say it either. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Ditch Witch. Uh-huh. Ooh. Everybody, From, everyone has their own version, but ours is La Llorona. There you go. It's very sexual. From the live stream, Pool Drains. I agree completely. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. They were terrifying. Yes. Watch your BH. What? Yeah. <laughs> that happened. It's called pH in a pool. It's, no, it's no, the no, acidity no. of the water, man. No, That's where you're... Total dissolved solids is you want free chlorine. That's what you're. I'm not going to elaborate. I just leave it up to the imagination of the listener. All right, hear me out here, boys. Okay. Bugs. When mm. I was a kid, I did not mess with bugs. No. Mm. I'm oppo. I like bugs. You're about that? Yeah. No. I you, still am. You ever had a bug on you? Yeah. Ain't for me. <laughs> snakes got me. The oh, I don't mess with snakes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Spiders. Spiders. No. Ugh. Way too much. I'm going to go with, uh, we used to get in trouble for this, swallowing your gum. Oh, oh terrifying. <laughs> swallowing your gum scared me. All right, last one. I think you boys can all relate to this. Getting caught by your dad watching Beavis and Butthead when he specifically told you you're not allowed to watch <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Oh, my, my parents one time. I swallowed a watermelon seed, yeah, and they totally hosed me all afternoon and <laughs> evening that I was going to grow a watermelon, yes. and I committed like the cardinal sin of childhood, oh my God. and it was going to rip out of my stomach, and I was freaking out. Forrest is like being buried alive. I'm like, that's real dark, Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Stolting's taking over for me because I'm going to go call a high school basketball game. A lot of isotope talks for the remainder of the program. Uh, boys, you got it? We got Let's it. Let's do this. Let's go. Good job, everyone. GG. AM 610 KNML Albuquerque. The Sports Animal. Proud to be a Cumulus Media Station. Even if they're not that proud of us. Now, now betting for the Sports, sports animal, animal. Your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two men, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on-deck circle. circle. Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Dave and Busters Presents Two Men On, and we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Two hours in the books. There's been a trade. A good one, I think. Even though (laughs) the lockout has not been lifted, there has been a trade. We have traded one Fred Slow of Two Men On for one Forrest Stolting of the Isotopes. Look at us. How did we do there? Welcome to the show, Forrest. Thanks, Ben. It's good to be back. I appreciate you having me down here at the fancy digs you got down here at uh, 
the old radio station. I like it. Yeah, Forrest is no rookie to two men on. We've had him on before, but last time you're on, we're at O'Neill's. Yeah, what a great place that is. Yeah. I like it a lot. The show got considerably better looking. Ah, very nice. I hope yep. he made it to the car already while no, we did roasting him. <laughs> hope. He probably knows what he knows. He knows. He knows what's about to he happen. He knew. <laughs> so, Forrest, you're new to Albuquerque. I am, yep. Are you getting comfortable yet? Does it feel like home yet? Oh, absolutely, man. I kind of yeah. know the streets a little bit, know where I'm going, know... The, the fun places to go, some of the nice restaurants and bars, looking at the Sandia Mountains every night pretty much, seeing the sunset, the watermelon. It's just been great so far. Well, luckily the city is on a north-south-east-west grid. It's quite and, simple and, to figure the out. Mount, the mountains <laughs> yeah. are due east. Yeah. So for somebody new, we did you right. Good point of reference, as they say. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is not a paid advertisement. Uh, favorite restaurant so far? Hmm. That's a hard question. It is a hard question. Yeah, because I've not been to one more than once. I've been to every single one. Okay, once so far. I'm still kind of branching. Still out. dipping your toe in. Exactly. Yeah. But I know. I know you're a craft beer guy. Oh yeah. Any brewery stick out yet? So my favorite beer out here so far is the Santa Fe Seven K. Like by okay. far. And I drove to Santa Fe a couple weekends ago. Yeah. Went to the brewery up there. Wow, what a what a great place that is. Did you do a tour? No, I did no? not. Uh, we, we, went, we went to the original one, which is in downtown Santa Fe, right off the plaza. Yeah, yeah, A much smaller building than the one that's a few miles outside of the city. Right. But this one is very vintage-like, like your old-time pub, really, style. A lot, a lot of wood and glass. It was really, really cool to be there. I was going to say, the tours is where it's at. Yeah. You got to do the tours. The big one, right? The, yes, the yeah, big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. Uh, The little ones, no. The big one. Yeah. Yep. I think we have my, a little difficulty with your video here on Facebook Live, but whatever. We got your voice on radio. So what's going on in the Isotopes world, man? Well, so t- All the promotions got released yesterday? Today. Today? This morning. Okay, well, I guess I was a day early. I gave you the heads up. Insider. <laughs> insider. I was like, when's Frozen T-shirt day? Penciling me and Fred. Penciling me and Fred. All right, first off, are any of these uniquely your idea? No, I, I was, came in the game too late, really, so they had all pretty much all planned out the majority of them. It was pretty much just nailing down the sponsors for them all, but uh, there's a lot of fun activities that's going to be happening at Rio Grande Credit Central Field at Isotopes Park this year. Um, we got 15 fireworks nights. We got 21 giveaway items. It's going from bobbleheads to beanies. Uh, there's replica jerseys, hats. We got the whole assortment there, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We got, um, let's see, what's another highlight we have? Um, oh, we have Marvel Superhero Night. There we, we go. Star Wars Night yeah. in the back. Obviously, the Dukes, the uh, uh, Green Chili Cheeseburgers is coming back. Yeah. So all the, all the hits are going to be back this year. I'm a big Star Wars Night guy. Who's your favorite? I'm Star a Wars Star character. Wars dork. Right now, it's Ahsoka Tano. She is. Oh, yeah. She's. I a, yes. I was always a fan of hers in the, the Clone Wars cartoon. Okay. But now that she's in the, the Mandalorian universe, it's like just stole my heart. Plus, I was always a Rosario Dawson dork before <laughs> and just smashed those two worlds together, you know? <laughs> I was a fan since kids. Oh, kid, kids is so good. Yes. So been good. a fan since kids. 
Now, for me, though, I'm, I'm looking here. Women in sports night. Yeah, it's going to be that, a lot of fun. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about that because that's kind of unique. You don't really see that in a lot of a lot of uh, sports re- sports realms. Absolutely not. So we're we're proud to be sponsoring that with uh, some some local uh, businesses. We'll have five women in the local community who either played sports at New Mexico or were from the area who will be coming out and kind of having a, giving a speech pregame and a, a, a ceremony pregame ceremony. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, get a lot of young girls out there to show them that hey like there is a is a possibility for you to work in sports and it's not going to be as difficult as it was in previous uh, generations and decades so it's right. gonna be a lot of fun and hopefully uh bring some tears to some people's eyes and some lift some spirits and give some some dreams come it, true you know and women are very well represented in the isotopes organization oh, right they certainly it's are impressive yeah i think close to half the staff is is women so so I got a question. So with the jersey giveaways, I've been to many games, and they always say they have a jersey giveaway. Yep. It's only like ten jerseys. <laughs> you ne- you don't you never get there early enough to get a jersey. So what is the, do you guys have like a specific count? Does everyone get one? Is it like a thousand? How does that work? Usually the the, the giveaways are from like fifteen hundred about three thousand. Oh, that's in, big. in each item. So obviously with the capacity at these games, you can be up to fifteen thousand if it's a really good night. So and a lot of these giveaways, they're hot. Yeah. So people are coming. Sure. They're coming three, yeah, sure. four hours early, lining up at the gates. And so, see, that's the type of person I am. That's they, me. If you really want this thing, I, I'd suggest packing a lunch. Yeah. Getting to the to the stadium early to to make sure you get what you want. How many how many bobbleheads you giving away on Forrest Stolting bobblehead night? <laughs> Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some of y'all favorite uh, giveaways that you or nights from? previous isotopes so here's one that i got ironically i have beef with Uh oh because i'm veggie okay mm-hmm. most wait you got beef vegan. and you veggie yeah <laughs> that works out somehow yeah right? <laughs> well, I, I sprinkled in the word ironically first before <laughs> yeah. i said it out loud yeah i got beef with not having veggie options on 50 cent hot dog night well i mean it, you're making me pay full price it's fifty cent hot dog night for reason. It's not fifty cent veggie night. There we know? go. So hey, when's, that's, that's, when's, when's fifty cent veggie night? I don't see it on the calendar. It sounds like a cheat day. It's not on the calendar. Hey, I like that that's cheat day. day. Exactly. Yeah. I, and, I have one. There was a giveaway that I still have to this day, and it was like three years ago. I don't know what the night was, but you guys gave away a cup, mm-hmm. and it has the mascot and it had like the schedule on it. Till this, I have moved maybe six times. And this cup has gone with me every place <laughs> nice. that I've gone. And it's my favorite cup. A souvenir cup. I mean, it, it probably yeah. brings you back to that night and some good memories from that yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's probably going to have multiple souvenir cup nights, right? So we're giving away a beer stein one night. Ooh. Oh, um, sign that, me up. That'll okay. be a hot one. I'm looking got, at that. I'm looking for that on the c- schedule. Cera- I got a, a ceramic organ- one. You mean ceramic one or no? C- a ceramic, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, wow. it, is a, it is a nice, what night nice is beer stein. <laughs> I gotta, I'm, gonna, I gotta I'm looking right my calendar. Yeah. My calendar is going to be full every night. <laughs> no, that's the good thing about the isotopes. There's something for everyone every single night, mm-hmm. the entire family. Um, when I moved here, that was one of the first things that people told me. It's like, oh, you got to go to a Topes game. Yeah. And, and it hasn't ever disappointed me. I'm just lacking in the gear. I need to get some of the gear. And I see that you have a lot of jersey nights. I'm definitely oh, yeah. going to be there for those. And I'm a big day game guy. Are there any mm-hmm. day game giveaways this year? 
we have three matinee games, but I believe there's no giveaways on those days, but we have three matinee games, two at 11, one at noon, so we're hoping to see you out there for all three. Just three this year? That's it? Yeah. Just, okay. Just well, I'm going to have to cancel some games to get them rescheduled during the day. How do I, <laughs> how do, how do I go about sabotaging a night game? I guess you got to hope for off, mon- the, off the record. Monsoon season, I guess. <laughs> no so. one's listening. <laughs> Another popular one that I like is uh, uh, Blanket Night. I mean, those things oh, last oh, yeah. forever. We're doing that. I believe that's uh, the first giveaway of the year, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's the op- opening night, fleece blanket giveaway. I'm looking here, Agricultural Day. Mm-hmm. All right, so is this like, it's going to be like Aggie bulls? Day. And, it's going to be like bulls and stuff like that out there, or cows, or can I you mean, explain Agricultural Day? This is like Pro Weed Day, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm trying it, to figure you, it out. Did you look at the calendar? Is it 420? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> So I'm actually not positive what's going into agric- agriculture today because that came in late okay. in the game. Um, but knowing Dylan and Adam and our whole crew, it's going to be done supremely well. It, I, I don't think – well, Van, you might be able to go to that one because it might be some vegan stuff, agricultural – I don't know. Yeah, get like some, like get, hay. Get you some hay and seeds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> What's what's one that stood out to you? Yeah, because you've been do you've been in the game for a minute now. Mm-hmm. What's one that we do here in Albuquerque that stood out to you? Is like, oh, that's a cool idea. So I think the easiest one that I'm most looking forward to are the six mariachis games. Yeah, because they're so unique to Albuquerque. They're bringing in bands. They're bringing in dancers. It's going to be a whole show, kind of the culture of the city. I'm looking forward to kind of experience, experiencing that uh, from a first-hand basis and see how because these guys won the Copa Cup in 18 and 19, or 17 and 18, no 18 19, excuse me. And so they do it right here. I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, they continue to grow that brand and, ex- and grow that ex- experience experience uh, throughout the, the the coming years. So, more Forrest Stolting of the Isotopes. When we get back, we're talking a little more baseball. They're going to jump around and catch some hot topics throughout the whole sports world. We wouldn't be here without our sponsors, and we were there yesterday doing happy hour with O'Neill's in the Heights. And this coming Thursday, we'll be at O'Neill's in Knob Hill. Thank you to all of our partners and sponsors. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. You know what you got to fight for? You're right for fireworks. Yeah. At the lab, baby. We still having the Friday fireworks, Saturday fireworks. How, how's this working for us? Oh, of course. We have 15 fireworks shows. 15? Wow. 15, I say. Um, Tons of fireworks on the weekends. We have some other fireworks shows throughout the year. We're talking three mariachis nights, uh, salute to service night, uh, fan appreciation night near the end of the year, and of course, the big one of them all, Independence Day. If you're just joining us, we got Forrest Stolting from the Isotopes here, doing media, doing promotions, doing. Well, you just kind of, you guys just share all the responsibilities in the office, right? Yeah, I mean, so in minor league baseball, there's this joke is saying, yeah, your your title is this, but at the end of your contract, it always says and other duties as assigned, <laughs> and so that that umbrella is quite large sometimes. So I've I've lived in Knob Hill and I've lived downtown in my entirety of living in Albuquerque, just those two places. Mm-hmm. In both places I lived, I could see. The fireworks at the lab yes. in both of my houses. Yep. And I always enjoyed it. But it's such an amazing treat for like, you got young kids who just, they just want to go play on the berm. Exactly. Like yeah. They just want to watch fireworks. 
Like, Isotopes has everything for, like, a family outing. Oh, they 100% do. I mean, if you're, you don't you're, have to be a baseball dork. Oh, no. I mean, I would say the majority of fans probably aren't huge baseball fans. They probably only know a few players on the, on the roster. But because it's such a fun family environment and there's there's great food, they have the Isotopes Tower. There's a fair uh, of merry-go-round out in right field. There's yeah. so, so much activities for the kids to do and enjoy throughout the entire there. night. Yeah. Right. So you just spoke on something that I want to ask about. So for someone who doesn't know baseball or sports, but they're seeing in, in media, hey, there's a lockout. Mm-hmm. How does that affect Isotopes games, or does it affect it at all? So our games will not be affected at all. No matter what happens with the lockout in Major League Baseball, we are starting on April 5th in OKC in the home opener April 12th against Tacoma. That will not affect us at all. The only way it will affect us is there will be some 40-man guys who are normally with us that won't be there, but besides that, we are full go for April 5th and April 12th at home for the home opener. So I'm a big bark in the park guy. Mm-hmm. I love bringing the dogo out. Oh, yeah. I have two now. Oh. Can I bring both of them this year? Why not? Why not? Please. The more the merrier, right? They gotta the, get, the, more, the more barks, the better. Yeah. Do they got to get separate tickets? Like, Is there an age group? Dogs come on in. Like dogs, you got to clean up after them, Ben. That, that, that's all, what you that's have to key. do. Yeah. Dogs under three get in free. Is it like <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> I have to check on the semantics of that, but get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Please do, because I'm not missing that one. But I'm barking the park nights this year. We have we're giving out a leash on one of them, oh, uh-huh. yeah. and then we're also giving out a mariachi's beanie. And this thing, I'm telling you, it's oh, nice. Oh, I'm into that. It is nice. Hey, beanies for the dogs or humans? Humans. Oh. I'm, I'm sure if some, some dogs have big enough heads, they can put it on them, too, if you want. So, Like for Six's pit? Oh, oh my a, God. That's got a human-sized head. That's two human heads. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have XL beanies, too, or just yeah. one size fits all? <laughs> so I'm looking here, Retro Night. Okay, that's, this is the one that I'm looking forward to. My question is, mm-hmm. do, you, uh, do you know what uniforms this will be? Will they be the... The ones that I'm thinking of are like the the yellow and red the, uh-huh. that pops. It will be a, it will be a Duke's uniform. Oh. So it's going to be fantastic. I'm not sure if they're going red or yellow yet, yeah. but it will be a Duke's throwback uniform. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that whenever they see that uniform, it brings back a lot of nostalgia and great memories. So that's what we're hoping to to do it that night is kind of bring some some fans that were part of the, the Duke's yeah. tradition for such a long time to kind of bring that back and say, hey, like, this night's for you. you I know? wasn't here then, but that – that color scheme pops. It does. It's I need, totally I, nice. I need that cap. I need that jersey. I've been looking for like two or three years, but not hard enough. I definitely need those. So I could tell you where to get it, oh. and you might not like me telling him where to get it. Uh-oh. Because apparently for years, the Isotopes organization and the guy who owns the copyright for the Duke's merchandise were kind of beefing a, a beef? little. beef? No. Of, speaking of beef. Yeah. Well, from, what I, from what I understand, and I could be wrong, that this is the first season in a while and I don't know how many years, mm-hmm. this will be the first season where they can do throwback nights in the Dukes hmm. because I think they just struck a deal. Okay. You might have to get the inside info on the office. I was under the impression they've done this for a long time. I could be wrong about that as well. They, yeah. there, could, there could have been a period of time over the last yeah. couple of years where they didn't do it, but it has happened a, a ton before. So there's only one place in town mm-hmm. that you can get. There's a brick and mortar that sells the Dukes gear. Because oh. one guy owns the copyright for all the merch, all the oh. logos for the Dukes. So it's been a point of contention between yeah. the Isotopes and the guy who owns 
the Duke's Duke's merch for years. Hmm. And I don't know the specifics, but I know that much. Yeah, this is news to me. That's like so. all I'm willing to say on Eric. That's I was going to say, how far are you going to go down here? <laughs> but not, you know, I'm a big Jersey enough. guy. And, you know, when I yeah. go out, of t- I do stand up. So I like to go out of town and have unique jerseys. That's the one I need because I know it'll just pop. So one thing that's cool about uh, the lab mm-hmm. and Isotopes organization is we get all the cool holidays here. Oh, man. Did we do it again? Oh, of course. How could we not? So we got Independence Day. We're celebrating it on July 3rd because we're, uh, we'll be away on July 4th, but the biggest firework celebration uh, throughout the entire year. We got Father's Day. And on Father's Day, it's a combination of Father's Day and Juneteenth. So we're going to do oh, a, lot, lot of things, okay. a lot of things celebrating okay. Juneteenth. That's awesome. There's going to be a pregame father-son toss on their father uh they toss on the field um and then so and, and then the on, the on easter we'll have a pregame easter candy hunt on the field for the kids so easter father's day and independence day coming out to the ballpark it's gonna be a lot of fun okay you mentioned D- juneteenth but i also mm-hmm. see you guys are having a jackie robinson oh yeah long sleeve commemorative t-shirt giveaway night this is april the 15th i'm very excited about that um, can you talk more about that event? Yeah, of course. So there's a big meeting today, actually, with a lot of uh, industry leaders in the area. We're going to bring out a whole bunch of people to kind of like similar to women in sports, and we'll have right. people from the community, uh, black business owners, right. kind of help celebrate the the accomplishments of, of Jackie Robinson. Not only what we did on the field, but off the field as well. He's a great entrepreneur after his playing days, and so it's kind of to highlight black-owned businesses in the community as well. That's awesome because and, spread, and just spread more knowledge about there you J- go. Jackie and Juneteenth, especially kind of because a lot of people know don't know really what Juneteenth is right. or, or why it's important, and so right. we hope to kind of inform people and, and give them more more knowledge about it to to why it's so important yeah that's awesome because even though we're right next door to texas a lot of people have no clue what juneteenth is Mm -hmm. and also for jackie robinson you know a lot of people just know you know iconic 42 he was the first black uh mlb baseball player but like you said i like that you're digging into the history and letting them letting people know more about what he did not just while he played but after he played for not just the black community, but for everyone. So that's awesome. Exactly. That's yeah, I mean, you got to make sure he's, his whole story is told, not just the part that's well, that's well known. Exactly. Anything else we missed? I think those are the highlights. I mean, you already mentioned earlier 50 Cent Hot Dog Night. We got a great response on social media when we, when we announced that. Um, <laughs> so for look, Van. Look, looking forward Except to for Van over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, every 50 Cent Hot Dog Night, it's hilarious. I never miss them. Yeah. Because it's like a personal challenge for people. <laughs> like people walk, people walk into the lab and they immediately turn into to Kobayashi. Mm-hmm. They, they turn into chestnut. chestnut. <laughs> I got this, man. Come how on. Many, <laughs> how hard can it be? How many can you buy in one sitting? Is like eight or something ridiculous? I'm not sure of that, but uh, I'm sure multiple you, trips. You, 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 oh man. Yeah, you can. There's no way chance you can eat all those. How many? How many you buy? If you buy more than eight, I would guess. We failed to mention. The most important promotion. There's going to be multiple two men on nights this year. Wait, Ooh. what? Yeah, we're what? working on some two men on nights. We're going to do some special promotions. Love that. The boys will be at the lab a few Fridays a year. Are we going to be racing around? Uh, that would be a dope one. We're going to do the most ridiculous <laughs> things that you can imagine. Mm. Anything yeah. that Forrest and Dylan and Jeff and John can put us up to, gonna good. we're going to do. It's going to be good. We're going to do. We're really excited about that and more news on that to come. I don't know why it wasn't in the promotion schedule already yeah. for us, but. <laughs> Man, I, I have to touch on the mariachis games again. I mean, we, that yeah. this year it's just going to be phenomenal. We have a 
Carnival celebration. We have an Al Hurricane tribute night with the bobblehead. Yes. yes. Um, Al Hurricane Jr. is going to perform pregame. You giving away eye patches for Al Hurricane? The, the bobblehead itself is this dope. Is, the, yeah, the Al yeah, Hurricane I, I, bobblehead? I that's awesome. Wanna, yeah. Yeah. If you don't know, we're uh, we're in the building that overlooks the Al Hurricane Pavilion. We're yeah. big Al Hurricane oh, wow, okay. people over here. Nice. And you see it out the window. It says Al Hurricane Pavilion right yep. there out of the window. Oh, it's beautiful. Big Al Hurricane family over here. Robert, I'm so excited for you to be a member of the YMCA and meet yes, us sir. every morning because we start every day at the YMCA. We go get our sweat on at the YMCA. We go get our have to get our chat on at the YMCA because those tables, the convo is hot every morning at the <laughs> YMCA. Big shout out to them and everything they do in the community. They're a friend of the show, and we are so proud of that. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Hope you didn't miss us too much as we are right back from the commercial break. We're so honored to be joined by Forrest Stolting of the Isotopes. We talked about the upcoming season for the Isotopes, a couple segments, and now we're going to talk a little more baseball. Luckily for me, Forrest is also a baseball dork. Huge baseball We're going to do fan. some uh, free agent predictions because it's going to be absolutely bonkers oh man when that like when the lockout yeah. lifts the yep. second the lockout lifts like people have been just like sitting on the edge of their seat like every front office in baseball has been sitting on the edge of their seat like what do we do here what do we do here what do we do if this guy goes this place what do we do if this guy goes this place like they have a whole roster of moves they're ready to do to me that's the most interesting thing you know everyone has a first pick but what's your backup plans mm, i like that i like that too so, obviously, we'll start off with the big dog. Yep. Okay, Corey Seager's gone. He was a big hit. Okay. Carlos Correa. Mm-hmm. He seems like to be the, the prize that's left. Seager's gone. Scherzer's gone. Um, Simeon's gone. What's your speculation on Carlos Correa? Where does he go? I, mean, I think he really either he's gonna. I think he's gonna sign back with the Astros. They can't. He is a franchise player. He's been the the the, the big guy up the middle for them. He's helped him win uh, the, the World Series in 2017. Um, so I think he, he has to sign with, with the Astros. There's no reason for them not to resign him because they're still they have that window of winning. Their team's not old enough yet. They have still have a lot of good guys coming up in the pipeline. Their roster is pretty set. So I think the Astros would be foolish. Not to re-sign him, because if they don't, then you're looking like the Mainers are going to be the top team in the AL West. Van, that makes you very happy, right? Yeah, I love hearing <laughs> if that If that goes that way. Is it an audible <laughs> – can you hear the audible smile on the radio right now? <laughs> so the thing about Carlos Correa is he wants the biggest deal, right? He mm-hmm. wants the most years and the most money. That's not a thing that the Astros have ever done. Yeah, and, and I don't, and I don't whole, think he's going to get Lindor money either. No. Or oh, years. No. He's going to get paid no matter what. What I see happening for Carlos Correa, and it's pretty unfortunate that he's in this shortstop class because there's so many amazing shortstops. Right. Yeah. It's the best shortstop class in the history of free agency. The problem for Carlos Correa, all the big spenders, they already got a shortstop. Yep. Well, the Yankees, they don't. You you not you, you not you don't think a Glaber is gonna have a bounce back? Oh no, I I, I was tired of watching Glaber short fifteen <laughs> games into the season, man. But here's the thing: the Yankees they have two really really good shortstops that are in triple and double A. So I think they're staying as far away from that market as they can because they know they'll have these guys for the first three four five years. 
on the low compared to what Carlos Correa is going to spend per year in the AAV. So. You think, you Carlos, think so? Carlos is so young. He's only yeah. 27. He could sign a front-loaded, yeah. year-heavy contract, like $40 million a year for three years. Mm-hmm. And then he has another contract when he's 30. He could still get paid twice. So I don't see why he doesn't do a prove-it contract and then come out in a class with so many good shortstops aren't right next to him. No, I was just I was going to go back to this Yankee talk because everyone thinks of the Yankees and they're like they're going to throw all the cash. They're going to do whatever they can to get Correa. Um I'm I'm with you on this because at first I was thinking he's definitely going to be a Yankee. When when the free agent listing came out, what I thought too. He's going to be a Yankee, but yeah. as time goes by, you're like, uh, I don't think that's going to happen." Um but I don't know, Fred. I think Houston's going to do a first time, and they're going to spend a whole lot of money for him. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I see happening, and that was going to be my prediction, that he goes back to the Astros three years, $35, $40 million a year, and then he gets to do it again when he's 30. Speaking of 30, the next big hitter on the list, Chris Bryant. Ooh. Yeah. He had a couple down years in Chicago, mm-hmm. but he came Up here's storming back. In San Francisco, he even, says even tougher hitters ballpark. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> he he said he loves the organization. He loves the team. Do you think he's going back? I mean, they have plenty of money to spend out in San Fran. That's for sure. Um, and if San Fran is known for bringing a lot of their players back and not a lot of roster turnover, so I would not be surprised if Chris Bryant resigned with with the Giants because Man. there is a lot of story history there in the past ten years of them having the same core players and with Bryant not part of that group, but he's becoming part of that next core for the least the next two or three years probably, I believe. And so I would not be surprised if Bryant uh, re-signed with the Giants either. As a Dodger fan, I hate to hear that. Um, <laughs> they definitely don't need to listen to you on that one. <laughs> Pitchers, who, who's, who's the big pitcher out there, mm. and where do you think he's going? So probably the biggest pitcher – the most recognizable pitcher name is Clayton Kershaw. There we go. He he's the big dog of Malt now. How much of that Clayton Kershaw will it's, be Clayton Kershaw? Right. That's to be determined, and that's why he may it may take a while for him to sign. I think because he's expecting a, not a grandiose contract, but a more lucrative contract. But because of his age, his health risk, I don't think he's going to get what. Uh, a lot of the, like the Max Scherzers have oh, gotten, no, gotten over the past not. few years, even though they're just as old, if not older, than him. Right. So he's been worn down a little bit more because of those back issues. Well, that was a position that got snatched up. The really good guys got snatched up real quick. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's kind of Scherzer slipping. got paid. Yeah. 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 Paid. I only see two fits for Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. Back in L.A. or the Texas Rangers. I would agree. <sighs> He's from Texas. Yep. Some of his friends go. coach for Texas. They already showed interest in him. They're willing to pay for him. So I think those are went. the only two that he's going to do. Old teammate went Seager. Corey yep. Seager, yeah. yeah. Corey Seager's so. trying to recruit him. He's got some friends on the coaching staff. As a fan, though, Old I would want coach. him to either sign back with the Dodgers or just retire. Yeah, but I don't know. But people are talking about him like he's 50 years old. Clayton Kershaw's only right. 34. Right, and he didn't he's pitch still that much. real like good. Yeah. Yeah. But how, how much longer can that back? Because he's had back problems for the last five, six years. And so is he – I'm not going to 
he's had a longer career than this player, but is he kind of following the line of the Sandy Koufax? Where oh right, you know he he had these nine or ten dominant years, and then he's just gone. Mm-hmm. I think he's such a crafty veteran. He's mm-hmm. such an intelligent. He's like a Greg Maddox pitcher. Mm. Because he can just paint the corners, yep. play with the hitter's head, and he could have a long career because he's got that kind of skill set where he doesn't need to blow it past dudes. I completely agree. I think it all, it all the only problem with him is is his health. I think you're completely right that from a skill set, he can pitch until he's 40 probably, as long as the back holds up is my, is my only thing. I think above Kershaw, the prize in the pitching market that's still left is Carlos Rodon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a lefty. He was a, a number one draft pick. He had a really rough start to his career, but the last two years he's been dominant. Mm-hmm. And I think like Carlos Correa, the two Carloses, mm-hmm. they're holding out for the most possible money instead of the best fit. Because I, everyone wants a stud left-hander. He's a stud left-hander, gets strikeouts, doesn't get, give up a lot of home runs. He's just going to get handed a blank check eventually. But where's it going to be? I see him being like the prize of day one. Like the second the lockout's over and they can yeah. say ready go, mm-hmm. I bet people are fighting over this guy. So I'm kind of of the opposite mm. thinking because Ooh. Rodon has been one of those guys who he does not make 30 starts a year. Right. He's had tons of shoulder. He's I think for the last five years yeah. he's had shoulder issues, and so as a GM. I'm going to be extremely wary of that. Yeah, he's going to be great for maybe 10 to 15 starts a year, but how much do you want to pay? How much How much is that worth it to have him only start 10 to 15 times a year and have the risk of him being gone for the remainder of the season? So I, I'm kind of wary of Carlos Rodon just because of those, the shoulder. The, shor- mm-hmm. the shoulder is not a good thing to be hurting for out of the last five years personally. So he's got to do. He's got to have a, a prove it contract as well, right? I, I agree completely. Yeah, he has to go through one year of not getting hurt, and if he can do that, then I think he'll have a better market the next year. But that big thing again is, can that shoulder hang hang, hang tough? So, so I want to say, uh, no, go, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. The, the lockout, right? So I, I was talking about this earlier about the casual fan who just maybe watches baseball here and there, watches the highlights. Um, how much is this going to hurt? to get those type of fans back to MLB once this is over? I mean, I think it's going to be tough because yeah. thing, you, you saw the same thing in 94-95 where yeah. a lot of the average fans, uh, they just left because it's their their mantra was it's billionaires arguing right. against millionaires, right. you know? And so, but it's, it's, it is, to, in one sense it is that, but it's also... It's helping the players have more freedom of access to choose their contracts and get paid right. what their value is because these guys work extremely hard. We all know that. And so the players are fighting for higher minimum, minimum salaries for the first three years. They're fighting for them to get to be free agents quicker, get to arbitration quicker. And another big thing is uh, uh, the collective bargaining tax yeah. where or the where the teams, if they, they exceed $215 million, I think it is right now, there's these really tough penalties on them. That's essentially being a soft cap for a lot of teams. Yeah, and so um, they kind of want to lessen those penalties so teams won't be afraid to do that and pay players what they're, they're worth. When we get back, we're going to do a little more free agent talk, but we're also going to have, and this is unprecedented, Albuquerque. Uh-oh. This is unprecedented, friend of the show. We're doing a double varsity. <laughs> oh, love to hear it. And we're going to do the varsity of... 
Ballpark food. Mm, there we go. Okay. Ballpark food. food. <laughs> we had Mikey I, at food. Check us out soon. We're having a wiffle ball league at the Electric Playhouse. It's going to be so much fun. Get your friends together. Get your business together. Get a team together because we got more information coming soon. Come get the digital wiffle ball at the Electric Playhouse. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Well, there it is, boys. That's the program. Two hours and 45 minutes in the books. Felt like 10 minutes, right? Seriously. We got one more segment left with friend of the show, Forrest Stolting of the Isotopes. Hey, you come on whenever you want. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. I mean, not even blast. not even just talking isotopes with I love, but you know how to talk some baseball, my guy. Uh, been around it for a while. I could do, you know, we have to talk about other stuff. I could do three hours on baseball every day of my life. It's easy, right? And love it. And yeah. just love it. The varsity. Oh, wait, no, no. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Let's, let's wrap up. Let's yeah. wrap up. Let's put a pin in this free agency. Yeah. Because you had a question. You have a point. We're not talking about Correa. We're not talking about Story. We're not talking about Kershaw. You think there's one prize in this free agency. Who do you think it is? Uh, it's hands down to me. It's Freddie Freeman. Okay, I, I, I told you. Yeah. Yep. I was about to ask Rob yeah. last segment, are the Braves the biggest idiots on the planet not to back up the truck for Freddie Freeman? That's so crazy to me. I don't see how you can't. He's missed seven games in the last four years. He's the face of the franchise. He's so consistent. He does everything you want him to do as a franchise player, as a cornerstone in that lineup. Plays excellent defense. I mean, what more? What more do you want out of a player than Freddie Freeman himself? Like he—he he is the pinnacle of, of top tier talent on the field and off the field. And leadership there, skills, everything. The the lockout notwithstanding, but they're going to take too much time and screw this up. They're just with Robert. Yeah. They're just trying to ice him to get a hometown discount because everyone knows he wants to stay in Atlanta. Of course. Everyone knows they got a great core for years to come and he could ride out his career as a winner. But every team in baseball wants this guy. And why wouldn't you want this guy? It's only one team that I care about who should just go ahead, end the dis- discussion when they can. The Dodgers. Sure. They could afford him. So I think he's from L.A. He area. is. So yeah, it would I'm be saying. kind of a homecoming for him. So I think yeah. right now it's between – we'll throw the Braves in there just, just you know, for posterity's sake. Yep. Dodgers, the Yankees, and the Red Sox. Those are the four yeah. teams that have a chance. The hometown team and the three big spenders. Exactly. That's the only yeah. one who's going to get them. And to me, this is not being biased here at all, but the best fit for him is Yankee Stadium. And short yeah. porch. Yeah. 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 I mean, how could he not – yeah, be enticed by that. He could hit forty-five, even fifty home runs a year there. Yep, for the next four or five years. Sign me up, please. Yeah, if you're if you're a Yankees guy, you're just praying that the Braves screw this up. Yeah, and if, just like uh, Rodon, if he could stay healthy, another prize in the free agency that just keeps falling down the list because there's so many good shortstops. Trevor Story. Oh man, yes, he had a peak a couple years ago where people were talking about. He might be the second best player in baseball after Mike Trout. Right. And injuries just keep derailing him. Do you think teams like back the truck up for Trevor Story too? I'm not sure if they back the truck up for him, but I think he'll get a very lucrative contract. I mean, because he's a fantastic hitter. Yep. He's got speed on the bases. He's average to maybe plus defensively at short. Um, so I, I think he, he, to me, 
was probably one of the top two or three shortstops on the board mm-hmm. behind Correa and Seager. I thought I like him the, the best out of those besides those two. So I wouldn't mind him coming to the Yankees either, but that's not going to happen. But um, he, he's a great player to have on your team no matter what. I, I would agree with that for sure. The second this lockout is over, it is going to be an absolute free-for-all on the hot stove. Can't wait to cover it here on Two Men On. Hey, boys, double varsity. Two in one day. Let's get go. I'm excited. The varsity of ballpark food. Who wants to kick off? You go ahead. You kick it off, man. Okay, this you one's an easy. This is an easy one for me. Go kick it All off. Because right. you know how much I love day games. Oh man, I say it ad nauseum. I don't miss isotope day games. And there's only one thing I have at a day game, and that's beer and peanuts. <laughs> that, <laughs> Simple hey, man. I hey, like that. Beer and peanuts. That's it. You just need a little bit of salt. Mm. I'm, just to make yourself thirsty <laughs> to keep to keep them oat sodas flowing. And I don't know if you know this, Rob. But a nutritionist once told me that beer has food value, mm-hmm. but food has no beer value. Oh. So I consider beer a ballpark food. Knowledge is power. You have me over here <laughs> thinking. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> That's may- a great point. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You put that one in your pocket. <laughs> I'm going to go with me. I'm going I'm to stay simple, too. Popcorn, man. Popcorn's the one. That, that's the first food I can remember getting at a ballpark. Just, just like regular salty butter popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Talking cracker jack. No, 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 no. Regular popcorn. Okay. Regular popcorn. You can't go wrong. No, not you do do just popcorn or pickle and popcorn. I don't do the pickle. No pickle. No pickle. Not a pickle guy. No. 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 (laughs) I'm a big pickle guy. I can't do it. So I just typical ballpark food. I probably just go with a simple hamburger. I love love me a good Ah. hamburger. Maybe some cheese on there. Big uh, lettuce, tomato, ketchup, and, and mayonnaise. That's perfect to me. Forget the green chili. That's fair. You're right. Yeah, I can't forget the green chili out here. That's for sure. I'd be speaking of green chili. You yeah. you warming up to the red and the green chili yet? I am. Yes, yeah. so you're a fan. We had some tacos at the at the office and did a little Christmas action on there. It was quite delicious. Nice. So the palate is slowly yeah taking the spicy food. Cause I'm not a big spice guy in general. See me neither. But I have to enjoy the, the chili because it's so tasty. The Varsity is sponsored by I-9 Sports. you got a kid who wants to get more active. Make sure you check out I-9 Sports. It's i9sports.com and search for League Office 280. They're the absolute best in the biz. Could not endorse them more. And we are so fortunate to have them as a friend of the show. Okay, this isn't like one specific item. Okay. okay? But this item is in every ballpark in the history of baseball. Something friggin' weird. Hmm. Every ballpark has something yeah. friggin' weird. Yeah, yeah. For example, two years ago at the lab, there was cotton candy cheeseburgers. Mm. What? So a cheeseburger with a big old chunk of cotton candy on it and to just smush down on top oh. of it. And I've been, I've been veggie, veggie or vegan for a decade, and you know I still cut that thing in half and dove in. I was going to say, did you break down? Oh, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> when in Rome, you know? Yeah. If I'm, I'm not going to do this every day of my life, but I'm talking about a cotton candy cheeseburger. You know I got to try that out. So next on my I nine varsity wild, yeah. of ballpark food is the weird stuff. Yeah, um, mine is now this is something I only eat at a baseball game: a giant pretzel. Okay, mm. those I never knew how good they were until I was at a game. 
with my daughter, and she got one, and I was like, oh, I'll take a little bit. And I ended up eating the whole thing and had to buy another one. <laughs> yeah. They're great. I'm a huge pretzel fan with cinnamon on it, too. Oh, no, I yes. love cinnamon. There we go. Holy, and some lemonade with that. Wow. Yes. Now it's, you're talking. Stolting? Is that German? No, it's Dutch, actually. Dutch. Okay, yeah. Dutch. From Utrecht. Because uh, the cinnamon pretzels, that's German, right? I, I think so, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. You got another no, one on deck? German. It's German? Yeah. Vital, you got one? You want to join up, us on the varsity? Growing up in Wisconsin, I remember those. Yeah, it's German. Vital, you got one for the varsity of ballpark food? Uh, I just, uh, a brat. Just a brat? Oh, yeah. Cheese, cheese curds for from that area, See, right? You Come beat, on. You beat yeah. me to it. <laughs> One yeah, thing I, I didn't that. like growing up, but the cheese curds are excellent in Wisconsin. Sure. A beer and a brat, guys. Beer and a brat. You can't beat it. Beer and a brat. You can't beat it. So I've not it? tried this personally, but I know in Seattle at Safeco Field, they have a very unique item on their list. It's toasted grasshoppers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> when I first saw that come out in 2017 or whenever it was, yeah, I was floored. Like, I am good. That is that's probably the most unique food I've ever heard of at a at a baseball park. So two years ago, um, Jordan Alvarez, mm-hmm. uh, the youngster, big lefty on the Astros, was in a slump, and he tried like taking his batting gloves off. He trying to do that. They were at Safeco, and he had some some crickets, and then went on a, a just a tear. Oh, wow. So every time he's in a slump, they have to get him some crickets from Safeco Field now. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. Oh, my God. So now he's, cool like, story. he's like like Joe Boo, but with crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you got another one? Uh, pizza. Okay. Got to go with the pizza, man. All right. Can't beat pizza, especially like Dion's Pizza. Oh, man. I had that for the first. Some Dion's. Yeah. Dip it in the ranch. Oh, there we go. That's the only way to eat it. Yeah. That's the only pizza I'll eat the crust of. And uh, – the ballpark yeah. is the only place that I eat this, this and like really bad strip malls, Dippin' Dots. Oh, yeah. Oh, if, here if we it, go. If it wasn't for malls and ballparks, I don't think Dippin' Dots would have survived. <laughs> They're hanging on some. They're yeah. delicious, yeah. by the way. The ice cream of the future is still around 40 years later. Congratulations, <laughs> Dippin' Dots. You made it, boys. Thanks for joining us today for Stolting of the Ice Soaps. I, this ain't going to be the last time. Oh, no. I'll be You'll here. be back on the I'll show. I'll be a regular. Yes, sir. Rob, you're the man. Thank you so much for joining us again. Yes, sir. We will be back on this on Monday. Monday, Monday. Thank you for all of our partners and sponsors. John Lopez Real Estate, New Mexico Pinon, I-9 Sports, the YMCA, O'Neill's, and Electric Playhouse. You've been listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.